2: It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. rock.
3: So I'm at my favorite uh, Sunday morning diner uh, on, well, strangely Sunday.
4: <laughs> what? <laughs> no.
3: And I had a, uh, I had a new waitress, uh, one that I had not uh, dealt with before, and she was, uh, she was youngest. She would not have won the game that we just played. Uh, early twenties. And um, I'm ordering, and I said, Hey, I can't remember. Do you have turkey sausage? And she said, um, All sausage comes from turkeys, or something what? like that. She oh. says all sausage comes from turkeys. She said, "What do you mean? Turkey sausage?" I mean, she was a nice lady, but she she gen- I mean, she genuinely started the conversation with me. She said, "Why do you call it turkey sausage?" And I said, "Because most sausage comes from pigs. Turkey sausage if you have it is kind of an alternative for people who don't eat pigs." And she said, "Oh, I didn't know that." And I said, "I don't eat I don't eat pigs." So she said, "Do you, do you want ham then?"
5: Oh, what and I said, is going
3: on? And I said, "Ham comes from pigs also." Oh. And she, I said, do you know where bacon comes from? She says, isn't bacon turkeys too? And I said, no, no, sir. I said, there is turkey bacon, but that's, again, a substitute because that also is a pig product. And then I explained to her about pepperonis and about pork chops <laughs> and about all the other stuff. that get. sat she, her down. She had, and I'm not joking, guys. This is not me exaggerating for, for Radio Hahas. Had no idea that any of those products came from the pig she i mean
5: uh, were her parents shielding her from pig massacres and well,
3: this slaughters is, this is what i don't know and this is what i was thinking about on the whole way home is that i know that there is a time in many children's lives where their parents don't at that moment want them to make the connection between the cute little sheep and their storybooks and the lamb chops on their plate i get that i understand that maybe there's an age at which you make that connection mm-hmm. Either somebody tells you or you figure it out on your own. Yeah, but they had no problem telling her turkeys got slaughtered. This woman was, I mean, she was like 23, 24, something like that. And I guess maybe it's its just a, a disconnect from the of where your food comes from because all you ever see is it's in a package in the supermarket. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. You don't ever kind of figure out the process of it. I mean, I, I mean, knew pretty quick, dude. You I mean did. You, yeah, you figured you, it out early. Yeah, you have to know. Where,
5: where where did where I asked every time I ate something, where is this? I mean, I didn't just eat stuff without asking where it came from as a kid.
6: Come on. I you're swear kidding. to God. No,
5: I swear to God, I had escargot. I remember eating it and being like, what was what is this? Before I ate it. And they were like, You won't believe me, but it's snails. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try it. Try it. I, I would do that with anything. My mom would take me to sushi and she would use names from the menu that are like, you know, Japanese. Yeah. And then I would Ask, I wouldn't just eat
6: it. What's a unagi, Mama? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what a weird kid. <laughs> yes, How I was also are you? wearing
5: a
3: full suit? Right. <laughs> How old are you
5: How at do you this know, time? My mom
3: used to dress to me in suits. Yes, yeah. <laughs> because, because what like <laughs> like what ten year old is even going to try a snail? I That's did. Weird. That's weird to me. I did.
4: I agree, Bean. Oh,
3: Dave says I went to a Farmer John's plant when I was a kid, and oh. I learned really early. Oh. That is. By the way, I don't eat any of those animals either, and I'm telling you that I think everyone should go to the Farmer John's plant. I think that would change a lot of minds. A lot of people would become vegetarians. All right. Bummer. So, so it was uh, it was Sunday that she learned that pigs create bacon and ham and pork chops and sausage. It was very Homer Simpson like. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Lisa, honey. Are you saying you're never going to
5: eat any animal again? What about bacon? No. Ham? No. Pork chop? Dad,
7: those all come from the same animal.
3: Oh, yeah, right. He's a, a wonderful, magical animal. <laughs> so that got us on the topic of that was, uh, she was uh, that be old when she found out about the pigs. hmm what did you find out way late in life that you should have learned much earlier? Yeah. Uh, we got. We're going to go to line one here in a second, so please don't hang up, there, sir. Uh, Jensen, you had an example of something that you found out maybe way after you should have. Yeah, I. Well,
5: do you guys? You guys all love the movie Home Alone as much mm-hmm. as I do. Sure. Okay. Did Did you know that the cop who comes at the beginning of the movie to talk to the kids, mm-hmm. l- looking back now, do you remember that that's Joe Pesci? No. Yeah. So the robber who who robs the house later is checked in and found out that there was a vacation happening earlier in the movie when the cop stops by to just check in.
6: Uh, what? Do you remember that? No. I mean, well, I I'll I'll give... haven't I'm
3: not a guy who watches Home Alone every Christmas, well, so should. I haven't seen it in many I'll, many years. I'll give years. you another one. I'll okay. give you
5: another one. You know Chinese takeout food boxes. Uh-huh. You know that like the shape is very odd. Why would you mm-hmm. want that? It's very strange. If you take out the metal,
8: mm-hmm.
5: remove that. And then the it handle, opens right? up and it becomes its own plate. Yes. Did you that know that? I, I that did I know that. I yes. didn't know that till literally probably a couple days ago.
9: Okay. <laughs> the other
5: one I didn't know. Do you know sauce cups? The like rigid, you put your ketchup in at like uh-huh. a, okay. Sure. Did you know, because it doesn't make sense. You put fries in, but you only get like a, you know, an inch in, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or, or like a hamburger, a hamburger doesn't fit in. Right. Right. You slowly open it up and it completely folds open. And no. Yes. And Those then,
6: little plastic cups? Yes.
5: And then you just have a, a little plate for your ketchup.
6: Didn't know that. There you go.
5: Okay. That's pretty okay. cool. I will, I will
6: say this. Dave blew my mind yesterday and he said, well, you know that um, Arby's is just, it's R and B for roast beef. Yeah. And I, like, didn't, I didn't know that until yesterday. <laughs> no idea. And I learned something two months ago when I had to have someone come out because um, one of my burners wasn't working on my stove. He lifted the top part of the stove up, and I went, Oh, wait, well, how did you, what kind of key did you use? And he goes, Have you never cleaned, oh, you've never cleaned under here. <laughs> oh, and I was like, alley. No, oh, I've cleaned that. I had no idea. You mean lifting this... the burners off the top of the stove? No, no the no, actual stove.
3: Like the actual top oh, yeah. shelf. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: You knew that opened? Yes. That's
3: Good how you clean the God. grease.
6: I had no idea. <laughs> That's
3: how they designed them on purpose so that you could do
6: that. Well, I didn't know.
3: Guys, I was uh, uh, an hour ago when I found out that butterflies lay eggs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know that butterflies laid eggs. Uh, hey, Bean. Omar writes in. I've worked in the raisin industry for almost twenty years, and there are a lot of people out there who do not realize that raisins come from grapes. Says Omar. Let's go to uh, Rosemead, please, and say hello to our good friend Polo. He is on line one. Uh, Jensen Polo mm-hmm. is an awesome name Beautiful. for your son as well. Hey, hey Polo. What's How going
10: on, man?
11: It was about the, uh, and I assume most guys don't know about this, uh, women's period, <laughs> what it actually is. I just, I, I'm like, I don't know uh, Polo, what, what are you, comes what out. What you and it was in my late <laughs> 20s that my girlfriend, ex-girlfriend told me at the time. And I was like, oh. W-
9: what do you, What is it,
11: Polo? I mean, uh, you guys, I mean. No, but we want to hear you again. Uh, we hear you. you still
6: don't know, do you?
11: Well, the uh, it's acting as if... Oh my god! I'm, I'm still dumb. <laughs> I, 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 baby, it's, it's acting as if the baby's coming out. Something like that. I don't know. Something. To do with no, it. it's
2: not a
4: baby no. coming out. It's
11: the opposite know. of a baby coming
3: out.
6: It's the shedding of the uterine lining.
11: Because it, you don't need it. Because, no because you're not to need it. Kind of stuff. I mean, I didn't even know how to pick up how, how, how to tampon and. I I still don't know what goes on down there.
6: Polo, Polo, hit the Google. Hit the Google.
11: I don't know what's going on
12: down
3: there, Polo says. (laughs) He said it's not a baby. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for the call. I love Polo. (laughs) How do we beat that? Put them down for caller of the year. So yeah. we are going to continue with this. You were uh, way too old to find out something you should have known much earlier. We'll take your calls right after this on Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Sarah writes in on the Kevin and Bean at Kevin and Bean Twitter account. Two weeks ago, I learned that the dashes in front of numbers on the national weather forecast maps mean negative temperatures below zero. <laughs> I no. always thought that zero was the beginning. I had to reach out to my Canadian friends to verify. <laughs> So when she saw negative 8 yeah. on the weather for Montana, she just had no idea what it was? She thought it was 8. Uh,
6: yeah, just a dash she right it was it. Yeah,
5: there's nothing <laughs> below zero. What would have be? Oh,
6: that's amazing. That's so California.
3: That's great, Sarah. Yes. Thank you for sending us that. Let's go to Lolly. She's in L.A. as well, up next on the Kevin DeVito. Hey, Lolly, what did you just find out about?
0: Well, uh, I found out when I was 25 years old. I was driving with my boyfriend to Fresno, and we saw a cotton field. And I looked at my boyfriend, and I'm like, "Wow, that's a lot of cotton." I go, "How can you use so much cotton?" I go, "I bought a box of Q-tips like uh, two years ago, and I still have it. I can't imagine who would use that much cotton." <laughs> and then he looked at and me, and, and I was like, "What?" He's all like, "And I go, it's Q-tips." I go, and he goes, "Have you ever looked at your clothes?" And I go, "No." And he goes, "Clothes, everything's made out of cotton." <laughs> And I was like, no, for real. (laughs) And he goes, no. And I go, it's fabric. And he goes,
3: Fabric is cotton in the. That is fantastic. (laughs) She's like, I bought those Q
6: tips two years ago. How (laughs) How do people go through them
3: so quick? (laughs) That's amazing. Fantastic. All right, Lolly. From the 714, I thought the equator was a really warm river around the earth because on the globe it's blue. I thought that until I was in my 20s.
8: Uh,
3: This does remind me of a Kylie Jenner tweet from last September. Where
5: she said, last night I had cereal with milk for the first time. Life changing. She's in her 20s. She never knew about milk and cereal together. Wait, hold on. Yeah, because then Kris Jenner said she just always fed them it dry. So they didn't know that you could put milk in. Who's
3: drink? Who's eating dry cereal? I've done that too. What?
5: Yeah, it's kind of candy if it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch.
3: But if you put milk, it's better. We all know that. Oh, we yeah. are uh, all weird. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> we're taking calls on what you were old when you found out. And Judy's in Santa Monica. Thank you for calling and holding on. Judy, what would you find out and how old were you?
0: Um, I was probably seven or eight. And my parents used to, we always went to this deli to get sandwich meat, like fresh cut sandwich meat. And one day we're walking through and I'm like, ew, that's gross. And my brother's like, but you eat that. And I'm like, what do you mean I eat that? He He's like, yeah, that's tongue. I'm like, no, it's not. He goes, and the guy behind the deli's like, yeah, that's cow tongue. Your dad just ordered like a pound of it. And I'm like, I'm never eating that again.
8: <laughs> oh, so I how,
5: have how no long, idea. Yeah, how long have you been eating cow tongue without knowing? Just years?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, your parents are like, here, eat it. It's tongue. I never thought that it was an actual tongue, and <laughs> I'd never seen it as a cow tongue and they're huge and disgusting and yeah no never eaten it since it's a tongue that comes
3: out of a cow
0: well but you <laughs> again let work through it pork, pork chop does not mean it's a pig chop you know does
6: no
3: it does though it does though. It, it does though i mean that's what it is is it it's like a rump roast that just comes out of the back of a cow
6: it's a cow ass but, Okay, and if they labeled it as cow ass, would you actually buy it? Have you had rump roast? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: All right, thank you for the call, Judy. I appreciate that. Let's try Manny Linwood up next, line six on the Kevin and Bean Show. Manny, what's happening? Hey, party people, and it's uh, Manny stanky yes, by the way. Oh, oh okay. yeah. yeah yes. I'm thank yes. I'm sorry your friend Kevin is in here to enjoy this, but go ahead. I know, I know. What did you learn when you were much too old to learn it?
10: You know how a few weeks ago you guys were
7: talking about washing the butt? And there was this thing called a washcloth.
6: Uh-huh.
7: Well, I, never, I had never heard of that. Uh-huh. I had never used one. Right. Even after even after that little talk, I saw I'm not using it. It's exit only. I don't want to go down there. I just let the water trickle down my butt crack, and hopefully the soap does its work. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm about to turn 40 you gotta, you got to get a washcloth,
10: dude. Beautiful. The way you said it
5: was like beautiful
10: poetry. I was so interested.
5: <laughs> All right, Danny. Thank you for the I just call. let it go down my butt crack, and
3: I just hope everything worked out. It was beautiful. It was like kind of nice. Let's go sonic. to Scott in Burbank. He's in line eight. What is happening today? Nice to Great show. <laughs> Scott, good morning. Hey. Good morning. So this has
4: a little bit of a punchline to it, but my mom called the other day and she's in her seventies and it was really random call out of the blue. And she said, so I have a question for you. What's a pickle? And I kind of thought she was trying to trick me or something. So I said, well, I guess it's kind of a vegetable. And she said, well, what does it come from? I said, isn't it a cucumber? And she said, yeah, can you believe I never knew that? But the thing is, it's her her first job ever was a pickle packer.
6: Oh. Oh. Whoa.
3: Whoa. Plot twist.
6: Yeah. And she never knew what she was packing. I don't well. know how you take that. Well. well, by the way, pickle packer was my nickname in college. Sure. Sure <laughs> so. it was.
3: Now, we're all thinking the same thing. I mean, He's right. A p- pickle is a cucumber that's been processed, right? Yes, right. right. Okay. Yes. Uh, that, but she she just found that at 74 years old. That's amazing. Oh, wow. Thank you, Scott. All right, let's squeeze in a couple more. Let's make it uh, Rafael Pico Rivera Line One. He's up next here on K Rock. Rafael, another uh, food related one. What do you have? Yeah. What is up, party people? Um, so my whole
13: life, about three years ago, I've been saying smashed potatoes instead sort of mashed potatoes. <laughs> So check it out. The reason how I found out it was uh, mashed potatoes. I went to a restaurant
11: and I was like, "Wait, there's a typo in in, in the the spelling." Mm. It's uh, it's um, it's mashed. So I'm like, I'm not gonna eat in a restaurant that has a typo, and I get that look of like, "Really, dude." It's mashed potatoes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's great.
3: Did you believe the Grinch when he carved the roast beast? Did you think that was what it was really called, too?
8: I
13: I didn't know, but, but but doesn't it make sense. I mean, it's smashed. They're smashed potatoes. Well, they're
5: also <laughs> mashed. Yeah. You, know, you mash it's them. Not either or. He's trying to convince uh, <laughs> us now. <laughs> right. All right, bud. It's smashed potatoes.
3: <laughs> Where the rest of the world is wrong. Thank oh. you. Give me a uh, line four, please. This is going to be Alex. We'll just squeeze in two more real quick. Alex L.A., you're up.
7: Hey, party people, so when I was in, like, around fourth grade, I had a friend, Q in class who was black, and he told me that his dad just went to synagogue last night for, for Hanukkah or something, and I told him, that's not possible. Jewish people can't be black. And it wasn't out of racism. It was honestly out of ignorance, because I had grown up ethnically and culturally Jewish, but I didn't think of it as something, like, that you can convert to or be. I thought, like, you were either born Jewish or you weren't, you know? Yeah. And the whole... The whole class started arguing with me, basically telling me, "Like, no, of course, the teacher was black too," and she was like yelling at me, saying, "Like, why do you think black people can't be Jewish?" And it's like, "Because it's just not possible. Is it against the law or something?" Oh, oh no! Geez. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh
3: dear. <laughs> I mean, look, I—you're not going to meet a lot of African American Jewish people. I think. Am I wrong about that, Jensen? No, you're no, in the tribe, right? He, you don't meet a lot of them. No, you see so,
5: more now than ever because of you know Jewish um, women marrying black men is right, more right, right. acceptable now in these days than it was probably when my dad was a uh, yeah. Younger. So
3: I totally get where Alex was coming from. Like you said, it was just out of ignorance. You just didn't know. But that's very funny. That must have been a spirited conversation. All right, let's do one more. Let's make it Steve in Culver City. Up next, line three. Hey, Steve, you're our final. Final call. What did you learn way too late? You know, I'm forty seven years
5: old and just this weekend I saw in a Twitter
3: feed from Lena Hetty that you could actually peel a pineapple. Ali, you want to take this one?
6: Yeah, I posted it um, on my Instagram, and people lost their minds. You basically cut off the top of a pineapple, and then you peel each piece yeah. from the, the like, prickly part. I had no I idea. I had no idea either, Steve. It's incredible. We'll actually tweet it from at Kevin and Bean, because the video is—it's insane, right?
5: Oh, yeah. I was— uh- I was like,
13: my
2: mind was blowing up in my head. I was like, how is this possible? I have lost so many pineapples by not cutting them and letting them go bad.
6: Yeah,
3: it changes people's lives. All right, we all learned a little something here today. Thank you for the call, Steve. We'll take a quick break. Come
5: back with more. I I just hope it run down my butthole (laughs) and it just magically trickle. uh, trickle down and make a clean.
2: Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ.
3: Time for Bean makes us guess. Yes. Bean makes us guess, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Brr. Bean makes us guess, yeah. Who gets penis slapped? Bean is a dick. Pretty dope, man. Brr. Just wanna tell ya, I am the dumbest human that ever lived. Now it's time for Bean makes us guess. Yes. Brr. This was a uh, big week in television history as HBO said goodbye to its most popular show ever, Game of Thrones. In fact, the the finale uh, with 19 million viewers that night puts it in the top 20 of all-time series finales in television history. Came in at number 17 with its 19 million viewers. I thought it might be fun, since we're thinking of series finales, to try to come up with the others on the list of the most watched series finales of all time. Everybody got it? Yep, got it. All right, so there are a couple from the 70s, some from the 80s, most from the 90s, and a few in the 2000s, so it spreads over the decades. One of the most watched television series finales of all time. Kevin, as usual, you get to go first on this edition of Bean Makes Us
14: Guess. Knock, knock, live. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> what? we wow. are talking about the Ryan Seacrest <laughs> live yes! show. Where he'd knock on the
3: door. Right, and then, and, Aired, like twice and you think the second one was the second the, one was huge <laughs> the most Numbers. watched series mm-hmm. the, you know it may be just outside Ugh. the top 20 but it did not make the top 20 i'm sorry that is not a winning guess okay beer Bug, you're up next i'll be there for you friends Number four, Mm. 2004's Friends series finale, 53 million viewers, which was big, big numbers back then. You are on the board, Miss Allie McKay. Uh,
6: That number pales in comparison to the number one
14: show. Wow, big sell.
3: Yeah,
6: that I have seen no episodes of, but that show is M.A.S.H.,
14: doubled mm. the Friends
3: 53 million. Oh. Exactly 106 million people tuned in to watch the series finale of MASH in 1983.
6: 1983 that number. Yeah. Why Um. Why have you never seen an episode of MASH, one of the all-time great television shows? Uh, I just wasn't into war when I was a toddler. <laughs>
14: right, but it's never left. Is that left... the only time you watch TV? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> it's never left
3: reruns, you know. And the show was on for eight years longer than the actual Korean War that it portrayed. Wow. Uh, Yes, number one, absolutely, 106 uh, 106 million viewers. Kevin, you're up next. Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Again, it might be just outside the top 20. you but...
6: got to start, like, doing these correctly, Kevin. People get really upset.
14: <laughs> Quick story. I just said, tomorrow we're going to do uh, Kevin Annoys You. And somebody thought that meant, hey, what does Kevin do that annoys you? And a listener wrote, what an- really annoys me is he doesn't take, B makes his guess seriously. That guy, and he was being honest, like he was being real. I you think this it. is a joke, yes, Kevin? Yes, <laughs> I do. He was so upset I didn't take this seriously. It me such I love that dude.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bugs, uh, see if you can get another point on the board.
15: Got to go with Lost.
3: Uh, Lost is number nineteen. Oh. <laughs> so I'm sorry to say it was 2010's Lost series finale with 14 million viewers. That was a good guess though, but not in the top ten. You do not get a point. Allie, you're up.
6: Uh, just this month, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory came in at number 18 on this list
3: with 18 million viewers. Wow. Less than Game of Thrones, by the way. Wow. That shows you again, HBO being in limited households, how unbelievable that number is. All right, we'll go around one more time. Kevin, you're up next. Andy Richter controls the universe. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good choice, but no, I'm sorry. Come on. What's the score right now, Allie?
6: Mugs and I both have one.
3: Okay. Because Kevin doesn't take this serious. Oh, It's tense. All right, Muggs, what can you do?
6: I think I've gone with all NBC shows, so I'm going to go
15: with another one. ER.
3: ER is nowhere to be found what? on this list. I'm sorry, but there are several. I don't think that's over yet. It's, are, I think they're still wait, changing are they still cast doing and no, still That's going. crazy. now. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are uh, in the, uh, I won't give any more clues to uh, to favor Allie, but what's your final guess?
6: Uh, it's between Seinfeld and Newhart. Okay. Uh, are either on there. <laughs> And if so, which one? You don't get two
3: picks. (laughs) I wish it worked like that, but you can pick. Uh,
6: I'll go Seinfeld. Seinfeld is number three on the list. 1998,
3: 76 million viewers. Whoa. Uh, Some of the ones uh, in the top 20, by the way, that you might have thought of are um, The Sopranos, Mm -hmm. uh, Golden Girls oh dallas surprisingly <laughs> full house by the way was number 15 full house wow uh and macgyver was number 16 <laughs> would you have ever imagined in a no, million uh-uh. years macgyver from 1992 had 22 million viewers. i'm still
14: stuck on golden girls like we,
3: you said we should have come up with that one <laughs> well we, everybody knows how, how beloved the golden girls okay. are Here, here's your top 10 though All from right. 2004 34 million viewers was frazier mm. number nine Home Improvement from 1999. (laughs) (laughs) Not possible. Had 36 million viewers, by the way, for Home Improvement. Number eight, Family Ties from 1989. Mm. Number seven, All in the Family from 1979. Number six, The Cosby Show from 1992 Mm. had 44 million viewers. How
14: many of those would like to take
3: that back? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much all. Here's the biggest surprise in the top ten in terms of series finales. Magnum P.I. from 1988 had
14: 51 million viewers.
6: No way.
14: 51 million. Almost all of these shows were on at a time when you didn't have a lot of choices. A lot of options. Of course. There weren't a lot of cables. There's not Mm. a lot of satellite. There weren't a lot of streaming services. Mm. So it makes sense the numbers are bigger. Uh, Beerbug, you had Friends at number four. Allie, you had Seinfeld at number three. The number two no
3: one came up with was Cheers from 1992. Oh, that's that had. Right. I know! How do I not get that? <laughs> that had 80 million viewers, and then MASH <laughs> at number one. So this has been Allie's the Winner. Bean Makes Us Guess.
6: Bean Makes Us Guess, yeah.
3: The Kevin and Bean
2: Show on K Rock.
6: Are you serious? Are you serious?
2: K
1: R O Q. Call
0: from mom. Answer it.
3: All women. All women. All women. All women. Yep, yep. And they called without knowing in advance what the topic was going to be. Correct. So no no prejudgment here. Correct. All right. Planet uh, Fitness, you guys, has done a survey of over 2,000 women. And they have found, much to my surprise and also to my delight, because I (laughs) win in this environment, (laughs) I win here as a result of this, that more than half of the women surveyed prefer... A dad bod to a ripped, lean stomach. So no longer do I have to worry about that six-pack of abs that I that I have. I can just let it go. How about you, Allie? Dad
6: uh, bod or I ripped? definitely have a dad bod. Um, uh, that's
3: not, that wasn't his question. Okay. <laughs> I oh, got it.
6: Got it. Um, what uh, do you prefer? Absolutely a dad bod. You do. Because a guy that's ripped, and I don't mean to stereotype
14: but she's going to stereotype. You're,
6: you're spraying Axe body spray. You've got an affliction hat, and your whole life is working out. Really? Those dudes do not interest me one bit. What if you're
3: just a healthy dude, though? What if you're just a guy who wants to be in good shape? Like a, like Mr. Weatherby, our boss, for instance. Mm-hmm. He, he's in really good shape. He's a, obviously a guy who goes to the gym. Wow. Is but he, he doesn't... <laughs> What's oh, going on? Yeah. Is he a guy that goes to the gym? Yeah, obviously. totally. You can see that that yeah, dude works buff. out. Okay, I, but, buff, I think, yeah. but I don't think he... But I don't think he has any of those other stereotypes. Types that you're talking about about being, I, a, you know, being a dick.
6: I also don't see him as a gym rat That's type what I'm of guy. Saying. He's, at not,
5: he's not a buffed up dude. He's just in yeah. shape. So I think yeah. he, he sits in a different category
3: yeah. than he's the other He's kind of somewhere in the middle. Okay. Yes, right. Yeah. All right. So let's find out if our listeners agree as well. It's time for a Kevin and Bean scientific survey. It's time for Kevin and Bean
0: scientific survey.
3: Uh, to the surprise of many, over half of women in this survey of 2,000 prefer the dad bod over the ripped, lean stomach. Now, the, one thing, that
14: one, the one thing that we do need to point out is that the results of the scientific survey are legally binding.
3: Correct. Yes. That's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
14: Yes. Uh, and we're going to go to as many as five callers.
3: That's how seriously we are taking it <laughs> uh, to determine whether it's true or not. Who's our
14: first juror, please? First is uh, Priscilla from Wescovina. Hey, Priscilla. Hi.
0: Hi,
3: Thank you for morning. listening. Good uh, morning. Thank you for listening.
14: Thank you for calling. What say you about dad
3: bods? Do you prefer that or do you prefer a ripped dude?
0: Total dad bod. Yeah. Really?
14: Right. How come?
0: Because you don't have to worry so much about...
14: Other women being interested like in him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. I, I mean, I've dated my guys with, you know, totally ripped abs and... It's just not the same. You think they're totally into, you know, having sex, that they're perfect, nothing's going to go wrong, but it's totally, it's just, dad bods are for sure the best way to go. All right.
14: Okay. All, All right. right. One Thank for dad bods. All right. All right. Who's up next, please? Next is Erica in Yorba Belinda. Good morning, Erica.
0: Good morning, guys.
14: Hey, what do you think? Dad bods? So I'm
3: with Dad Bob as Dad bod as well. All right. Wow. wow. Why have I been wasting so much time in the gym? <laughs> well, you haven't. Why um, do I work out
4: every day, all
3: day?
6: And you says, don't. <laughs>
14: says the guy who can't come to grips with the fact that his thighs are sore after <laughs> running once. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thing, Erica. One thing I
0: want to one thing yes, I want to add ahead. real quick that has not been mentioned. Yes, please. Is, uh-huh. um, you know when you're at home and you're like sitting on the couch or like you're laying in bed, like snuggling, like that dad bod has that extra cushion to like snuggle yeah, up on. Where absolutely. like the rock hard body is just no, I don't want to lay with that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's like
3: it's like laying on a like a, a deck or something.
6: <laughs> deck <laughs> with an e. Deck.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes. <Yeah>. Thank you, <laughs> Eric. Great, great, great example. Great example. We'll please. a deck.
6: Please. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm saying if you're laying on like yeah, we a porch understand. or something like that, right. it's not
3: comfortable. Or a porch. Yeah. Uh, right. Next.
8: <laughs>
6: A deck.
14: All right. I love it that so just came to mind. It's like you're out
6: in a cabin and <laughs> next, you're
14: laying Next is Jenna from Simi Valley. Good morning, Jenna. Good morning. Now, Jenna, we are already 2-0 oh dad bod. Are you going to seal this one for
3: us or are you going to go the other way and say you prefer a, a dude with ripped abs?
9: So here's the
0: thing. I think it's way more comfortable. You have the freedom to eat and drink and whatever with a dad bod dude. And then it's your choice when you say you want to get on the healthy page and then you
9: can make them do it with you. control. (laughs) Okay. So she
5: wants mind control, which is fine.
9: Wow.
3: That 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 wasn't one of the options.
14: I'm
9: I'm sorry? (laughs) When I'm ready to get fit. When you're ready. Okay.
3: Okay. All right. So we are putting you down for dad bod? Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. We have a winner. So guys, I mean, this is... is Bring it down. Bring it down. Bring it down, down. Kevin. We need to get a result. Hold on. Hold on. Just gonna could... Hold on. This really backfired on Planet Fitness because everyone who's listening right now just canceled their <laughs> gym, <laughs> gym membership. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was Kevin and Bean scientific survey.
3: These DJs are
2: superstars. Kevin and Bean on K Rock.
14: Get up.
5: Guys, it is a world of podcasting, isn't it? Everyone seems to have one. You just go to Whole Foods, all the cashiers have one. Every celebrity <laughs> has one. We had on David Tennant yesterday. Uh-huh. He's got a podcast. He's got one, yeah. Sure. Everyone in the world. So what I feel like, forget up on this, when I bring up a podcast, I feel like I've sort of deciphered who you need to listen to. Mm-hmm. First stumbled on this podcast, and I'm so excited to have them both in here today. I I saw a small clip on Twitter, and I was like, Oh, I'm in. I'm never missing another one of these episodes. Really? Just based on one clip? Uh, exactly. I want to introduce you guys to Andrew Michon and Cole Hirsch from Podcast But Outside. Hey, right. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Okay. Here's what the podcast is. Yes. It's a podcast where they interview people, mm-hmm. but outside. It's anyone who walks by, they offer a dollar to join the podcast and you get interviews and strange occurrences. They do it on Ocean Avenue. They'll do it on like Hollywood and Vine, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Can I play you just one clip? The one that I, heard, I saw on Twitter and went, well, I'm fully in. This is a woman who just stops by and they start talking to her. So he was
7: smoking easy. crack. And you d- this is what he did, yeah. You didn't know until he died? No, I knew,
12: but he said he would hang out with these people, and he'd say, um, "Oh, I just took this one to rehab, and I just did this and that." And then, you know, I. So he was playing
7: nurse when he was secretly. This
12: is what he did.
7: Wow. Wow. This
12: is what he did, and now he died.
16: Wow. How did he get addicted to crack?
12: He started smoking
14: it. Uh, no, I know, but <laughs> right? I'm just trying to. Wait, and how no. does it work? <laughs> uh, and so that At was... what point does she tell? Do one of you say, You killed him, right? <laughs> <laughs> so tell everyone about
16: what it is. I gave a clip, but explain so, the podcast. Please. Can we say one thing about Marilyn before we move sure, on, please. actually? Mm-hmm. So we interviewed her for, I don't know, five to seven minutes or something. And she mentioned Kevin and Bean. That's she, just not I'm true. I'm serious. No, you, true. you can watch it, the whole it's episode. in the episode,
7: episode two. She, she's like,
16: oh, do you guys know Kevin and Bean? And we're like, oh, yeah, we're familiar. And she just said that she really likes them. So we're actually, right now, yeah. we are doing a petition to Marilyn, if she's listening, yeah. to come today, later today at 3 p.m. and we're... meet us in the same location. We're going to do another episode. Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm.
6: hope she's listening. And we're Me hoping
16: too, to get yeah. her to come what out. What
6: if she's a podcaster and listens three days later? How <laughs> willing are you <laughs> just to just hang out
16: there? I have a feeling she's not a podcaster. Uh, So wait, tell people. Are you gonna have the police waiting
5: for her? (laughs) This is a
7: setup. Uh, (laughs) Tell people how you legally get away with filming it. So we have a uh, we have a camera guy, which is just a friend with an iPhone. But uh, in order to get like around the filming permits, we say that uh, if a if a cop were to approach us, our alibi is that. He's not with us. We don't know that guy. Mm-hmm. We exactly. don't know him. He's just decided to film us. We're just recording audio, mm-hmm. uh, which is a loop. It's worked. I like actually, it. Uh, it is the, I like uh, it. The hardest
5: I've laughed at a podcast is that they made <laughs> that up in episode one. Like, we'll just say, don't say anything. In this last episode...
16: It worked.
8: Yeah.
5: The guy goes, "Okay," and <laughs> walks away. And meanwhile,
16: our cameraman is sitting in a plastic chair identical to the plastic chairs that we have directly <laughs> really? across from he us. Looks ju- he looks like one of our friends. It's like could not be more obvious what's happening. How <laughs> many episodes have you boys done of the podcast? Eight. Uh, yeah, eight. We just released episode eight yesterday. They come
7: out every Wednesday. And where did the idea come
3: from? What made you think of it?
7: Um, I had I had the idea for a long time. Uh, that I, I pitched to different companies that I was at at the time, and all of them said it was not a good idea to, <laughs> uh, to record audio on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I I didn't... That's all I, you needed to hear to know
16: you had to go with it. Exactly, exactly yeah. So. And then he had told me the idea, and we had worked together on some stuff in the past, and then we kind of had talked about like different ways to make it work, and blah, blah, blah. And at a certain point, I was just like, let's just go and do it. So we just, just bought a sit table. sit down, see what we can do. Yeah, we just yeah. bought a table at Costco, went to downtown, like right in front of Grand Central Market, and just started recording the audio. And then after that episode, we only recorded audio, and we felt a video component would really help mm-hmm. kind of just set the story a little bit. So the, the of...
14: video guy that's not with you is with you. Yeah, he's video. with right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we, we... Ne- we
16: never ended up releasing that first episode. It was just kind All of a right. test just to see if we mm-hmm. could even have the guts to, to do it, really. Mm-hmm. What's
3: the reaction been like?
7: It's been very positive. Um, Especially on, I mean, YouTube has been, I think we've been getting most traction so far. Uh, in you that. edit it really well too, and add you add things. Yeah, in, like, we have like, little jokes. Yeah. So, like, if someone
16: and... references a movie, we'll do like a photo of like a different movie. I don't know. We're kind of like they, t- we kind of take They produce it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah, and also they're having like repeat people come by now. Like like uh, Yin, really? Yeah, yeah. Yin. Yin, who's an amazing uh, foreign exchange student who they met on one of the episodes. He came back, but this, this small exchange. I took a small clip from it of them and Yin is adorable.
16: Speak into the microphone.
7: Hi, what's your name?
16: My name is Yin. Yun, okay. I'm Andrew. This is Cole. How's your <laughs> dating life going down here?
7: Uh it's okay. It's okay. I'm just
16: kidding, I have a yeah, I am in a relationship so You're in a relationship? Yeah. Oh, what's yeah. your partner like? Uh he's a dude. And what's he like? Whoa. Uh go to community College.
10: It's two hours away.
16: Two hours away? Yeah. Uh how did you guys meet? Uh Tinder. Oh Tinder, cool, yeah. cool. How do you guys get along? You guys get along well? Pretty good. Yeah. Do you have a lot in common? Yeah. Like I what mean, kind of stuff? Gay stuff. So. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you it,
5: it's such a great small piece of inner like interchange like of exchange of thoughts and conversation and you yeah. don't know what's going to happen next.
16: Yeah. You know? And Yin, you know, he's from China and he was in America for like 8 years and then I think, like, a week after we recorded that episode, he went back to China. Is that right? And we had a long he's conversation about being gay in America versus being gay in China. None of his family know that he's gay, mm-hmm. he, not, not even his siblings. And he said he, would, he can't come out to them. They're just such an yeah, old Yeah, that's going to be rough. And yeah, it was yeah. just really interesting to have this, this conversation with a guy who, you know, was otherwise just walking down the street.
3: So. I mean, the truth is everybody has a story. Yeah, and it's true.
16: There, there are people who who want to tell it. No one asks. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I,
3: I bet they're happy to see you
16: And I also think it's kind of self-selective in a way in terms of the people who end up sitting down because we get so many people saying No, the people who end up sitting down more often than not are very interesting and charismatic and have something to say yeah. We're not just forcing everyone. You know, it's not like you just are all of a sudden there It's kind of like oh, I'm interested in doing this and then right. you sit down uh, all right, give the get plugs it. again. Yeah, yeah, get the
5: plugs again. You can get uh, uh, podcast, but outside anywhere you get podcasts. Yes, mm-hmm. and most importantly though, because you want to see it, podcast but outside the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to find just by Googling. And thank you guys for coming in. It is a great podcast. I could not suggest people listen to it and watch it more. Thank, thank you, you so much. much for having us. Uh, uh, and, this is a pleasure. And that is my get up on this.
2: Get up, get on up
14: all this. Get up, get on up 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 on this.
2: Kevin and Bean show
14: on K Rock. They're idiots. You know, a lot of people love something, and you sort of feel left out if you don't love it as well. Mm-hmm. My first example is wine. People who love wine, man, they love wine.
6: Yeah, mm-hmm. and sure I do. don't,
14: and I sort of wish I did because I feel like I'm missing out.
6: Right? There's that's beautiful how... glassware you could be using. I mean, that's
14: not what I was thinking. But
3: oh, okay.
6: Yeah.
3: Kevin, I felt uh, I felt like I was out of the conversation with no Game of Thrones in my life. Until this season. Everybody was loving Game of Thrones, and I thought, you know what? I'm jumping on
14: board, and I'm glad I did. So mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm not a fan of puns, and it seems like I'm the only one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like I'm the odd man out, and I wish I could enjoy them, mm-hmm. but I have some newscasters doing puns, mm-hmm. and man, are they laughing hard. Yeah. And it seems like they're having a really great time. <laughs> this is from Australia, <laughs> Morning News, and they're talking about a loose deer that's running around the streets.
17: Several calls about the animal, but were unable to track
14: it down no idea ah sorry oh, Georgie, sorry we haven't done this in a while <laughs> yeah. no idea mm.
6: that was that's it
14: yes and that's oh. what got that laugh mm. Oh. so then wow. the other people wanted to play sure so they did the story again
17: authorities received several calls about the deer but so far have been unable to track it down
18: we were going to have <laughs> venison last night but it was too dear <laughs> wait, stop it.
6: That's not even a pun.
14: These aren't good. These are bad. And that's my point. Everyone seems to be having such a good time, but most puns are bad. Well, not no, that. this no, is most are.
6: That was
3: a pun, though, because he was making a play on too dear, meaning too expensive. Right. But that's it's not, what, I mean, it, it's not
14: good. No, but it, but it, it for, was a pun. But wait for the weather girl. She actually brings it home. Don't worry, the weather's coming up. It looks like rain, dear. Uh, okay, not bad. <laughs> Deer. It looks like rain. Deer? See, because uh-huh. they're using deer. Okay, and here's then what I'll they're say. laughing. Yeah, here's and what I'll I'm say. not. We did pun jokes when? Last week, the week before? Right. I don't find Those them. were great. Those they were, were awesome. These, you're funny. picking the
3: worst. Yeah, they were fantastic. Are yeah. I All am a are pun, awful. I am a pun fan, but th- the viewers of this newscast are not having nearly as much fun as the broadcasters. Same yeah. with this studio, my friends. I hope they're on like LSD or something. This
5: is a bonkers reaction to terrible puns.
14: There's a dude that uh, works for CNN, and this is his thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I believe this story is about a, a cat running for office in england just based on all of his ridiculous <laughs> still think he'd make a good leader especially with a more fitting name consider
12: parisa may david catmaron or gordon havana brown let's not forget about tony shorthair and john may True, and of course the famous mouse grit catcher all excellent meonickers for a prime meonister. i'm carl azuz for cnn
6: all right are we to enjoying to that no that wasn't we're right. not enjoying that
14: no okay well there's a bbc announcer who's had it with funds, he hates them, and he's the extreme version of me. He's, hey, kids, get off my lawn. He hates this. Allie, how does this work? The writers put up the stuff on the prompter? Yeah,
6: the writers put everything there. The anchor just reads it. But usually before a newscast, you're able to go through and see a few of the scripts. Mm -hmm.
14: Listen to how um, exasperated he is talking about this World Dog Surfing Championship. (laughs) He doesn't feel like is up to his standards of being a newscaster.
19: You're watching BBC News. Just bear in mind, it is August. Uh, This does not look like a walk in the park. Dog owners and their pets in California have hit the waves in the second annual World Dog Surfing Championships. Here are the pictures.
13: (laughs) There's also style, there's confidence, there's the size of the wave. Some events have really big waves.
4: You hear him? He he
19: hates his life. He's He's waiting for sweet death. The competitors' main challenge is to stay afloat on the board. This is in Pacifica, near San Francisco. But there are also prizes for the best dressed and tandem surfing dogs. The winner, of course, being crowned top dog. That's a shame. We've run out of (laughs) pictures.
14: That's a shame. It's too soon for that story to end. So this guy is... I love him. I do too because... I will do nothing but watch him when I move there. Same. Uh, But I love him because he hates these puns. They're terrible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this time, it's it's gone a step too far. Mm -hmm. So now he has to talk about some kind of dog show again. And um, he's had it. And he's going to literally show you the teleprompter so you can see what fresh... Do you you think his producers are intentionally giving him dog stories? I I mean, I would. No, yeah. I would if (laughs) if it was me. But uh, but he's going to show you his life and how much it sucks because he has to read these puns.
19: Uh, Now... I just want to show you what I have to deal with, because in a moment uh, we're going to have the weather. I just want to show you what I have to read right now. If Camera5 can swing around a bit so we can just have a look at this, because what it says... So now he's directing a different camera to come over and take a shot of the teleprompter. ...is for, it's spelled for for one day only, I'm just going to keep this shot up so you know what I have to put up with, but for one day only, Holyrood has gone to the dogs for the Scottish Parliament's Dog of the Year contest, wait for this. Here are the competitors, battling it out to become top dog, that's a familiar phrase, or leave with their tail between their legs. In a positively tough field, competitive field was whittled down to the top three, with Sadie and her owner Jeremy Balfour claiming the prize. Let's go back to the queue. A rough day for everyone else. I trained for this.
14: I just he of, said, "I trained for yeah, this." He's got to
19: be real, real fun at parties. Here's what I'm going to
14: say, Bean: is that there's no way he makes it till you get there. <laughs> no. was, he either resigned or taken his life by then. <laughs> the Kevin
2: and Bean Show
3: is cool. I'm guessing it's many things. Cool is probably the one thing it's not. It's not
2: the world famous K Rock.
17: Selling a little or a lot.
3: We are not worthy, you guys. <laughs> not at all. I'm just thinking about the red-letter days and the the long history of the Kevin Bean Show. Sure. There have just been a few days, like when we had the great Johnny Cash in here. Yeah. When we had uh, Commander Jim Lovell from Apollo 13 in here, and <laughs> mm-hmm. I just think there's no way we can be in the same room, breathing the same air, interviewing this person on our little radio
18: show, and today is one of those days. Clownfish, welcome to the program. Wow! My thank you guys. Thank you very much. It's really a pleasure to be here. A legendary show.
3: It's our it's our pleasure, and we want to thank uh, we want to thank your is it your manager uh, Betty who tipped us off to your existence? Uh, she's my agent, but yeah, that's agent, Betty, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she called in when we were talking about people who have raised in clown houses, and uh,
18: she told us <laughs> clown about <houses>. clownus. <laughs> great, great topic, <laughs> by way. people
14: that were raised by clowns.
18: <laughs>
6: right. Some of them in houses, so... clown houses
3: or, yeah. or, or, or tents.
18: Yeah, sure. and,
3: and we have gone clown cars. We've got
18: <laughs> such a deep dive on the magic of clownvis. How long have you been doing what you're doing, Clownbus? Uh Well, first of all, thank you guys for. Uh, I, I really appreciate. Sure. The, uh, it's uh, it's been a long time I've been doing this man over over ten years now I, I don't really count you know but uh, it's been a long time coming my whole life really to get to the point where the show is what it is these days. Mm-hmm. And it's it's magic it's comedy it's singing
3: um, was that the plan at the beginning did you always have this multimedia act planned or did you just gradually you add it as you went?
18: Uh, definitely had the uh, those were the the uh, the elements that created what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. which originally was just. Uh, Play birthday parties and nursing homes and stuff. You know, I just, I just wanted yeah. to get paid on the weekend. You have you know? to dream yeah. big.
5: I guess it would be important for people who didn't hear the original segment <laughs> yeah. to explain that Clownvis is a mashup of a clown and Elvis. Yes, hmm? correct. both of those things in one. Mm-hmm. What is the origin story of Clownvis? Uh, like, how did how, how does how does this begin?
18: Well, like I said, uh, I wanted to make about two hundred bucks every weekend, mm-hmm. so I thought, uh, what can I do? To perform, uh, you know, at a uh, store opening or a birthday party or a nursing home or something simple. On did every you weekend. think clown first, just like clown alone? To tell you the truth, I thought clown or Elvis, and I wasn't, oh. that, I wasn't that good at either of them. <laughs> okay, good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay? And so Amazing. I figured if I could, you know, throw in the, uh, you know, the mash up and get some anonymity, and uh, it kind of grew from itself right then and there, you know.
6: And were did... you always a singer, or did that come definitely. with?
18: Okay. Yeah, definitely. Singing is what I love to do. So. Okay he's Elvis well else. it would well, just,
6: it would
5: appear that under the mask if you do a little bit of research not that I would ever out who it is but I'm saying like it does seem like you know a lot of musicians you're, you're kind
18: of in the scene slightly I, I, I definitely walk within the uh, the world of, of musicians and and now uh, you know comedy and yeah. everything so it's uh it's great. It, it works in a whole lot of worlds, and I'm, I'm blessed for that. His hair is incredible.
8: It's uh, his yes. makeup. His makeup is incredible. So
18: Everything's yes. very intense. And I, well, and beautiful. I'm, I'm also I'm also very blessed because I just wake up like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you consider yeah. that blessed? <laughs> well, it depends on who. you ask. I gotcha.
3: Okay. Now, Clavis, I, I won't bore you by spending a lot of time on this, but you were doing Clownvis already, and at some point, you got the invitation to be on America's Got Talent, and that was really where your career caught fire because Pierce Morgan said you're the worst in the history of the program,
18: right? yeah, I was proud of that. That was a nice uh, a title. Yeah, coming from the from worst him? person yeah. in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, where, where's he at? Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did that do for your career? Was it almost overnight success after the AGT? Uh, yeah, it really was. Uh, I mean, it's it's things have been rolling in since then. You know, people got the idea of not really what I do. The uh, the appearance didn't really show what I do mm. on stage. Yeah, but they gave it, you 13 seconds, that's yeah, why. They, they didn't even give me a chance to look bad, which was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but no, it really did. You know, it helped set the uh, the tone for what I do, I guess. And uh, it really got the phone ringing and opened a lot of doors. Have there been times where maybe clowns
3: have been in the news for not great reasons, like luring kids into the woods or the It movie, where it maybe
18: hasn't been easy to be a clown? Well, yeah, every, every, every single day, really. A lot of people don't like clowns. Uh, but especially a couple summers ago, there was a... Uh, uh, an epidemic of, of people seeing clowns on the side of the road and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. No real uh, no real crimes committed or anything. And but, no real but it's, evidence. But it scared no. scared yeah. it was well. just it was just yeah. like a, a clown scare. Yeah. And that was tough boy. I remember being I was doing a gig somewhere, waiting in a car, you know, down I I can't remember the city, but I was waiting in a car dressed like this. And uh how do you sit in a car with that hair? <laughs> I had to lean the seat back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I, uh, a group of people walked by and they kind of saw me And they all kind of start clamoring. I think, oh, my God, they're going to call the police on me. Or worse, just, you know, uh, take me out mob style. Uh, Because really at that point, the police were saying, if you see a clown. Kill him. (laughs) I don't think they they said that. But they were putting out tweets saying, if you see a clown, don't kill him. Just call us. Just call the police, <laughs> which is still I mean, I'm allowed to walk insane. my dog and go to the park like anybody else. Like you know? that? So, do
14: you do it like that? Well, sure, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm, right. not gonna, I'm not going to
18: I'm not going to put on a costume to go walk my dog. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't feel like I see clown first. Does that make any sense? Like if I see a on the street, I see Elvis first, and oh, I go, sure. "Oh, he's also." Because a clown. of the hair. Yeah, and the jumpsuit. He wears
18: the yeah. full jumpsuit. And cl- yeah. Clowns are people.
5: I, Are I they? He's not that.
18: wrong. Yeah. Are they, people? In a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. <laughs>
3: <Okay>. <laughs> uh, describe your show for folks who have never seen the Columbus Live experience.
18: Well, sure, yeah. I have a, a whole catalog of, of songs that, I, that I'll that i blow through. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do a little bit of magic, and uh, there's elements of stand-up comedy in it. And uh, I play some acoustic guitar, and I, uh, I I overall connect with the audience and try to make it a... A magical experience, and just just different than what you'd get at any other show. You know? Sure.
6: And now we all love songs like Barackos Tacos, but will you do any of your Christmas songs? Which I'm gonna say those are those hold a special place. Well, in thank my you. Heart.
18: Oh, thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, I crowbar them in all year long. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm They're to too hear. good to sit on the shelf for whatever 11 months. No, Excellent. We have to take a break. Uh, Clownvis is here,
3: by the way. Uh, clownvismafia.com is the website. On Twitter at Clownvis, same for Instagram. Uh, we, we need to take a break because. We're out of time for this segment, but you're doing the Gathering of the Juggalos. I am, yes. And our friend uh, Jensen, sitting there to your right, yeah. has also done the, the Gathering. I've and also I, performed there. Is that right? A, that's a, right. As have, uh, as have you, Clownvis. So I think there's some stories to be told at one of America's great gatherings. So Clownvis is here. We'll take a quick break. More with our guests right after this on the World Famous. Theater.
2: Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ.
3: Clownvis, you know what I was just thinking about? What's that? Kevin and I have been doing this radio show for 30 years, believe it or not. Wow. And in our first week on the air here, we had Elvez in.
18: We did. Oh, yeah. He's a great, great Elvis impersonator.
3: Very, sure. Made, totally made it his own, right? The Hispanic Elvis. Mm-hmm. And here we are th- three decades later with Clownvis on our show. And it's just... It's, it's am- a theme. It's just amazing to me the power of Elvis Presley, who's now been dead longer than he was alive that 30 years apart, we have two high-profile Elvis impersonators. Do you think there'll ever come a time where there will not be people dressing as the king? Uh,
18: no, I think it'll, it'll live on. You know? And, and as, a, you know, as an Elvis fan, I love to see his memories celebrated. Uh, but at the same time, things need to evolve and change so younger generations can appreciate things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And other, uh, you know, other cultures and things outside of what Elvis did can appreciate. And that's it.
14: why you brought in the clown.
18: That's why I did that yep <laughs> <Okay. All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Well it's a beautiful tribute to Mr. Presley <laughs> right, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he'd love it. <laughs> Have you ever gotten any reaction from
3: anyone inside Elvis's circle like does Priscilla know you exist for instance? N-
18: not from uh, not from the Presley estate or anything but mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> there has been some blowback from uh, impersonators that take it all very seriously. Oh, uh, you're kidding. No, Elvis that...
14: impersonators get angry at you? Can you imagine? <laughs>
18: <laughs> they think I'm goofing. <laughs>
14: uh, I, I think your love is real.
3: That's is awesome. I think.
18: It definitely it comes from a place of love, definitely. All right, let's talk ICP. Yeah. Sure. It was announced
3: this week that you are going to be appearing at the 20th annual gathering of the Juggalos, which, is, as usual, is in uh, Indiana. Uh, you played it before, Jensen. You have played the Gathering before. I have, but this I year to, just so I want to hear you guys talk I, about the Gathering. Well, first I would like to address
5: that this year it's called the Super Gathering, Super oh, Gathering, because right. it's the twentieth twentieth uh, anniversary. But in all jokes aside, ICP has put together one of the more impressive lineups over twenty years. <laughs> just to give you some of the names this year that will be performing alongside Clownvis. Uh, obviously the Posse, Bone Thugs and Harmony, The Ghetto Boys, Morris Day and the Time, Gilbert and CNC Music Factory.
3: Wow! I mean, you are <laughs> in. For a
5: full day. And yeah. both of us have performed it before. You've had great experiences because you are a, a clown. Yes. Uh, I know some people haven't had good experiences. I felt it was the really, really kind, I thought it was like a very
18: sweet audience. At uh, least to us. It truly is, you know, and I'm sure everybody has individual experiences, but it is uh, 100% a, a loving and accepting community of people The It's yeah. funny
14: because you see the pictures and everybody looks all wild and crazy and ridiculous, but...
5: Yeah, well, They're I, not that way at all. I originally showed up at night, so they flew us in and we got in at night. And I, I, it was a horror movie. Uh, <laughs> everywhere you turned, people were like lighting off fireworks onto each other. Yes, People were offering drugs to each other. A yes. lot of optional clothing. I saw a baby stroller, which terrified me. This is a
6: horror story, and I see Kevin's eyes lighting up. This, this sounds is awesome. a dream. Oh, <laughs> Shoot fireworks at yeah, each if, other, you if, want If you want naked? a thrill, I mean, the, yeah. the
18: initial descent into the gathering of the Juggalos, uh, your first time, is... Uh, a real eye opener. You really no, don't know what's coming next. But Jensen, I think, like you were saying, the next uh, the next day, or, or you know, yeah. once you're in it for a while, you, you know, and the sun comes out and the birds start tweeting, you realize yeah. what a beautiful place it is. Absolutely, it, I agree. Once once I saw it in daytime, and once you start to get the lay of the
5: land, you're like, oh, I, this is anarchy and Great! Like it's—it's it's actually kind of a very sweet moment where people just get you know forget about their jobs during the week and just go be weirdo ICP fans.
18: Whoop whoop! It's peace, love, and uh, hatchet wielding clowns. Yes.
5: <laughs> and this year you're just like announcing people and also performing.
18: I am doing my set, uh, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to be hosting the main stage. Wow. And then I am, uh, I'm doing a few other things. I'm also going to be uh, Violent Jay from the uh, Insane Clown mm-hmm. Posse. He's getting in the wrestling ring, which is a big deal. Okay. Uh, they're wrestlers, and uh, he's asked Clownvis to be his manager, so I got that to think Wow, about. Wow. A, yeah, lot a lot of different hats around. A lot weak? of different things.
3: It's really like a family event, though, because it, and it's also been around so long. You're probably at the point now where little kids who went to the gathering are now grown-ups coming to the gathering, Definitely,
18: right? yeah. It's a whole new generation of juggalos.
3: That's amazing. Uh, tickets are on sale now uh, for that, by the way, if you want to head out to Indiana. Jensen, I can't believe you're not going back. Kevin, I can't believe you're not I know. going. Come on. Come awesome. with me, I guys. I really do want to go back. Sounds awesome. And I got the,
5: some room. The other thing, too, is when you go in, no one searches you, and there's no metal detectors. So I asked the guy. I was like, what can't you bring in? And he was like, "Uh, nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> there's
18: no corporate sponsors. There's no security. There's no nothing.
5: Yeah, the only security is people who are there. Yeah. Like other the secu- yeah. Security of, of each other. Yeah. But I said, Did you, would you stop someone with a gun? No. Would you stop someone with a hatchet? He said, well, then no one would come in. He's like, everybody's what? got a hatchet here. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I was like, all right, bud. I'm right. just going to close my eyes and walk in. <laughs> yeah.
18: I think we have to broadcast from Indiana, you guys. I really should. Yeah, send someone out to do a field report. They can sleep in my tent. You'll be oh. shocked
5: to hear they move it around cold? a lot.
18: They move it around
3: a oh, lot. They do. Yeah, you'd be shocked. Before we let you go, with our thanks, by the way, we couldn't help but notice you brought in your guitar today, Clownbus.
18: I did. What's this about? <clears throat> well, uh, I'm such a big fan of the Kevin and Bean Show and what you guys have done here over the last 30 years, so I, I wrote you a little song, if that's oh, all right. about us. Oh, my gosh. It's about you guys, yeah. All right. can't believe I it. I figure I wouldn't bore you guys with one of my hits, you know. I'd write something new. All right. <clears throat> Very kind. Well, I wake up every morning, rub my eyes, and I start the day I pour myself a cup of coffee and eat a plate of eggs. I flip on my FM radio as I muddle through my routine. And a smile comes on my face when I hear old Kevin and Bean. Kevin and Bean, Kevin and Bean, Allie and Jensen and the whole damn team. Hey, party people were making a scene talking about old Kevin and Bean. You know, there was a time when people said FM radio was dead. Is that time now? Well, if if you look at me and what I'm doing here, I think they spoke too soon when they said that nothing special can happen on FM radio, man. Not with the internet and satellites. But here we are on the Kevin and Bean Show, and K-Rock is doing all right. Everybody, Kevin, Kevin and Bean, Bean <laughs> Kevin and Bean. Bean, Allie and Jensen and the whole damn team. Hey, party people, we're making a scene, talking about old Kevin and Bean. All right, let's oh, that. Right. That's for you guys. I teared up a little bit.
3: That was awesome. But that was beautiful. I don't know how we
5: do anything after that. It's only B.C. <laughs> and A.C. before Clownmas <laughs> and after Clownmas <laughs> now. Thanks,
2: guys. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
3: I saw a, uh, an article in the Washington Post this morning that said, and this is a stunning statistic to me, one in six residents of our nation's capital are using those little scooters. One in six? One in six. Wow. You think they're everywhere on the streets of Los Angeles? Can you imagine what that's like in D.C.? You know, people are trying to figure out how to, how to uh, you, you know, smart mobility is what the movement is called, trying to use fewer cars, trying well, to mean, get, it, get around it, without having to park. And it's stuff. that.
14: It's also traffic. Yeah. Yeah, like absolutely. Traffic. It,
3: it makes sense. Well, scooters are not the only way to go because, as we mentioned to you last week on the show, pogo sticks are coming, you guys. Pogo
14: sticks. What a great idea. You're stuck in traffic and a pogo stick goes by you. Mm -hmm. You, you (laughs) Awesome. And also, they're so so (laughs) user-friendly.
3: Right. (laughs) Kevin, you would feel like an a-hole if you were sitting there in traffic on Wilshire Boulevard and a pogo stick went by you faster than you were able to drive.
14: Yeah, and just was flipping me off as he went. Well, the CEO <laughs> and
3: founder of Kangaroo, Adam Mickelson, is on the phone with us right now on the Kevin DeBeat Show. This is not a joke. Adam is who he claims to be, and we have many questions about Kangaroo. How are you, Adam?
11: Uh, I'm pretty good. Are you in Stockholm right now? Uh, no, we're actually based in southern Sweden, up in Malmo. But I will be in Stockholm next week. So I'm okay. Gonna, uh, what about the rest of your going. schedule? adam do you poke do you pogo stick much in sweden uh i would say i mean we're kind of trying to we're looking to kind of take it back because it's been quite quiet on the pogo stick markets it it, it basically where the pogo stick became like the the christmas gift of the year like back in 94 or something when i was about five years old so i haven't been uh jumping so much since then. But, okay. You know, oh, yeah, that Christmas the that pogo
14: is... sticks ruled the nation. I remember <laughs> that. I'm sorry, here. but I just, I just want to clarify <laughs> again. How long then has it been since you've been on a pogo stick?
11: Uh, I mean, since before we started to develop Kangaroo, it was probably, you know, 25 years. But okay. then been, <laughs> yeah.
14: So 25 years ago, you did it. And then you decided 25 years later to start a company and didn't try it out yeah. again.
11: Uh, yeah, 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 I mean, for sure. The latest couple of months, I've been, you know, y- you never forget the, the pogo stick skills from your childhood. So, so I mean, I've, I've definitely, you know, started to, to jump around again. But, you know, okay. in between there. I was kind
3: what of, is it about a pogo stick, Adam, let's cut right to the chase here, that you think makes more sense than a, a little e-scooter that are so already so popular around the world?
11: Yeah, so, so basically it's not about, you know, actually – per se competing with the, the e-scooters, but what we want to do with the pogo stick is basically, you know, to, to spread joy. You know, have you have you ever seen a sad person jumping on a pogo stick? Only when they wipe out. kind of be
3: Have you ever seen a sad person jumping on a pogo stick? It's my next tattoo. Yeah, yeah that yeah. does
5: sound like an Alanis Morrison <laughs> that's, a that's a great just, question. Just, yeah, 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 yeah.
11: So people exactly. can get and, around
3: and and be happy doing it, enjoy it, and have a little child uh, a little childlike wonder and joy in their life.
11: Yeah, yeah. Y- y- yeah, yeah. That was kind of the, the starting point because I think, you know, I just ter- turned 30 and, you know, I think me and basically all of us is sometimes kind of uh, missing their, their childhood days. And, you know, when you're at the office and stuff, you, you have to be like super serious. So, you know, jumping on a pogo stick is both healthy because you burn, you know, you burn more calories, It's really difficult than after than a while. Adam, yeah. Yeah. Um,
6: let me ask you a question. Yeah. Have you... Have you never um, been to San Francisco?
11: Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I have family up in in Sonoma Valley, so I've been there like ten times. Okay. So, uh, seen the, have you yeah, seen but...
6: the streets and the <laughs> no. incline?
14: Streets are, you know, there's, uh, yeah, there's a lot of vertical action yeah. there in San Francisco. Like, why not
6: try this out in uh, like a Nebraska, somewhere flat? Is what I'm saying. <laughs> not that this yeah, is a bad I mean, idea. They
11: yeah i mean I, I mean basically our strategy for 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 the bay area and, and san francisco is more about you know for example in and around you know golden gate park and mm-hmm. city Park. so it's not about uh that we're actually you know we're not that delusional that we see people you know actually using them the, the last mile transportation it's more about oh also, i see, you know, the last the last meter transportation if you will I'm going to be honest Uh, that's the first the last
14: meter so what you do is you take the Mm e-scooter 24 (laughs) miles and then for the last meter you just get on the pogo stick and rip right to the end yeah yeah yeah, yeah. something like that I mean that's a good
5: plan (laughs) yeah I was scared for a minute he was delusional but then he said he wasn't so he's not
14: (laughs)
3: oh yeah what other
14: what other uh, projects are in development right now for your company (laughs) because we want I don't uh,
11: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so basically we're, we' we do run uh, an advertising and communication agency so we but are these, you we the ones of, that
6: did the um personal relaxation tent
11: oh yeah yeah exactly exactly and uh, explain that for sure
6: it's just a tent at uh, your uh, office that you can go and hang out in
11: uh yeah basically it's an it, it's basically a, a relaxation tent for for grown-ups so mm-hmm. basically you just uh you pop it up and you go in there and it's and it's dark and you can you know have some alone time do some meditation or just a, <laughs> you know do some meditation. Is... is that what they
6: call yeah, it in yeah. sweden meditation yes, doing some meditation <laughs> uh, yeah, adam, yeah. Yeah, adam yeah, yeah, i
3: don't yeah. uh, i don't speak uh, swedish but are you hiring is there any is there any possibility <laughs> i could get a job working with kangaroo <laughs>
11: uh yeah i mean we're we're currently uh in discussion with a couple of vcs right now so we are probably going to need people okay both in the u.s and you know i'm, I'm moving to malmo. Like a positive guy so listen know. nobody
14: <laughs> on this planet would pogo stick better than Bean. that's right yeah, i am moving to malmo years. sweden oh, you yeah. guys
3: um adam okay before we let you go and you're very kind to jump on my friend kevin here i'm telling you you don't know him and you're and you've just met him on the phone He would be the perfect face of your American operations. If you need a guy, a model who Mm -hmm. looks great on a pogo stick, please consider our man Kevin for your print and your television campaigns. He would be phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, for
11: sure. We would definitely do that. No, oh, uh, that sounds like a lie, I got to be honest. Yeah. That sounds like the brush off, <laughs> Kevin. Come on
14: Adam, this is we're in Hollywood. We've heard that before. Oh, it sounds great. We'll get back to you. <laughs> Kevin on a pogo stick, we would never stop watching, right? I mean, I am basically a supermodel. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Even if he falls yeah, on his
11: head, from, from if he falls
5: voice. on his head, there's not, its not going to affect anything. Yeah, no yeah, one that's, would notice. That's, no. right. that's
3: a bad spokesperson. <laughs> uh, all right, so what's the uh, what's the rollout here, Adam? When can we expect to see our first pogo stick on the streets here in America?
11: Uh, so we're probably looking at. Mid or late August, if okay. if everything goes. Oh down. come on!
14: How about a little sooner, um, man?
6: No, we well, want it right good. at the height of that's summer.
14: Gonna
3: a
6: away. Nobody's going to be sweating that last meter getting to work. <laughs>
3: <laughs> August in San Francisco is delightful. All right, Adam, yeah, yeah, you, sure. you are a you are a treasure, my friend. Uh, Kevin will look forward to uh, to. Posing for your photographs for the brochure, and I'll be—I'll be, photos,
6: whatever you want. Whatever Adam. you want, yeah. <laughs> and
3: you I'll be know, knocking on your door at Walmo <laughs> in a few weeks here for a job. Thanks for coming <laughs> on the Kevin and Bean show. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, thank
2: you. Take okay, okay bye. bye. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q.
15: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
3: You work with somebody for a long time and you think you've heard all their stories but Dave got us into a conversation off the air the other day that I think is worth talking about and it seems to be pretty universal. You get that first credit card as a young person and you're so excited that you go out and
14: just pack it and use every dollar available to you and then you pay it off for the rest of your life I remember the distinct feeling of someone made a mistake because they're sending <laughs> me a credit card right. like, that's
5: on them it feels like free money it really does yeah, it yeah. does
3: because you get to buy stuff without actually having any cash in your pocket for the first time in your life and I yeah. guess I guess the, the through line uh, at least uh, for you and Dave Jensen yeah. is they went after college students right yeah
5: so when I was at USC basically would walk the quad and there would be these tents put up and they'd be like get a free shirt Mm -hmm. and you'd see it and you're like I love that that's a great Trojan shirt that's a cool basketball shirt how can I get one of those oh you just sign up for a visa no money (laughs) no okay and then you sign (laughs) up immediately for a visa and then they go oh there's a $2,000 limit $2,000 just to I get money for the shirt and they go yeah and you go oh and then you just go out and buy $2000 worth of stuff and when they tell you yeah then you, you pay can.
14: it off in 12 years
5: Well yeah and they, when they say to you you know 15% interest you go that's nothing That's nothing because you're an idiot. You're 17 or 18. I I still don't know what it means. Yeah, then they go, and then (laughs) we compound it. It's compounded. Compounding sounds good. You know, (laughs) you don't even put together anything, you know, and then you're stuck with, you know, and then you get $2,000 the next month, the next. And there were tons of kids that I grew up with who found themselves destroyed in those first three months. I
3: I think you also. the compounding thing is 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 definitely a, a key component that is hard to understand because yes. you think, oh, all I have to do is pay the minimum, which is like 39 bucks a month. All I have to do is pay the minimum, and in no time, that $2,000 is paid off. And if you pay the minimum, literally, it will take you like 15 years to pay off
5: $2,000. Yeah, you're just paying off the interest, basically. You're just paying off the interest,
10: right. Yeah. All right, Dave, you started wow. this.
3: What's your story? Yeah, Jensen got a good deal. I mean, he
10: got a UFC <laughs> sure. t-shirt. Yeah. And $2,000 $2, a month. Yeah, but your interest rate was great. Yeah. I mean, what? The 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 shirt I got was you know I went to to a PCC so they have the guys on the quads I got a Kantiki travel mm-hmm. shirt so it was <laughs> a, a white t shirt yes what? and and that was the credit that card doesn't even make sense yeah what was the credit card Kantiki that was the 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 brand at the time oh, okay so they're like here you go and it was approval on site it wasn't oh. even like hey wait for the mail nope you got it on site oh so no. a couple weeks later you get a credit card boom what do I go by? First purchase a video game for sixty dollars. Well done. Yeah, I didn't have I a system. I don't know why. I'm the only one. What? <laughs> I didn't have a system. What, what? <laughs> I, I didn't <laughs> have a, a gaming system. What, did what? you just stare at the disc? I was like, no, this is going to get me to buy the gaming system. Okay. <laughs> Never bought it. Never bought the system. Whoa. So the game, it was, and it was like one of those. <laughs> those There's a real games. breakdown hey,
14: between you, game and console, yeah, though. Dave, yeah. You deserve that debt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
10: Yeah. So you know, in the long run. I, like Jensen said, he got a, a $2,000 limit. I had a $5,000 limit. Oh, oh no. that's trouble for kids. So kid. this 5000 limit went really fast sure. because, you know, college student, free
14: money. Well, when you're in hey. college, you feel like $5,000 is all the money in the world. It well, is. Yes. <laughs> well,
10: and books are expensive. So I was sure. like, oh, no problem. I could get the books this year, pay for my classes. Cool. Put I, I put a lot of college stuff on it. But then just got into trouble with, oh, my God, I got to pay this now. Because, like Bean said, the, the the minimum payment was $30, but not when you have $5,000 debt. It no. gets a little higher. Yeah. Yeah. And at that yeah. time, you know, working at, at a popcorn store that I was at, it didn't pay the bill. <laughs> didn't pay it off quickly? So, <laughs> you know, little by little, it's like, oh, missed a payment here, late charge, boom. Missed two payments, oh, it, it, the, the minimum payment balloons. Oh And no. then at a certain point, I just gave up and said, I'm not going to pay it. And, and what, what happened? Creditors started calling, yeah. and uh-huh. finally, I, I I took the call and made a deal. Yeah, you talked it down, right? Yeah, talked yeah. it down. So from about because because uh, with all the late fees and stuff, mm-hmm. it ballooned up to I think like almost ten oh. thousand oh, dollars. Wow! Oh my God. Ended up like making the deal, paying about six thousand, and then clean.
5: Not a bad bargain.
10: That's not bad. And credit score went up. (laughs)
6: What? (laughs) That's that's the point. So many kids in college aren't realizing every time they miss that payment that their credit is getting dinged and dinged and dinged. And a lot of people don't come back from that.
14: I wouldn't have known to... Call them and say I'm not paying, and then I wouldn't have known that oh, you could ta- that they would take less. Yeah, I didn't. I wouldn't have known that then. Creditors
10: will uh, they'll, they'll bargain. Yeah. Oh oh, dude. Yeah. If you're willing, if that's why. If you, take that creditor call, because if you say, listen, this is what I'll pay, they'll take it. I found this out like two years ago, and it's yeah. amazing.
5: Well, also, the idea the idea is they'd rather claim some money than when you claim bankruptcy. Right. At yeah. least they'll get the six thousand, and they sure. don't have to keep calling you.
3: Let me ask you guys, do you think that is the credit card company's plan? Is that they know that that will happen if they give a credit Absolutely. card
14: to an 18-year-old? 100%. 100%. Yes. You know, they're <laughs>
3: counting on all those fees and all those late payments. They target payments yeah. college kids. They were
6: at all of our colleges every single day No, on but the you quad. could argue that
3: they mm-hmm. they target colleges because that's when people are old enough to start having credit cards, and they're looking to make customers for life. Yeah, if you, dude, if it, you sign and, up for I mean, a Visa that... card, they hope you'll keep a Visa
10: card sure. for the rest of your and life. And Spuds McKenzie was for people who were 21 and over. <laughs> yeah, no.
6: I, <laughs> Bean, I was
10: three months out of high school. Yeah. And you know, I was I was a young graduate, yeah, so man. I had just turned eighteen. And Trust me, they'd no go way. to
6: high schools if they could.
14: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. All right, let's go to uh, Chris in Montebello. Good morning. Hello.
10: Yeah, it's
13: funny. I was uh, in construction with my dad, and I went on my own, and I went to Home Depot. We get a credit card, and they go, "Hey, but, you know, you get three thousand dollars worth of uh, you know money on your card." I go, "All right, cool." I spent the whole three thousand. <laughs> I mean, right away. I mean, about all kinds of stuff. Even to this day, I'm still, they still send me stuff from Home Depot. Oh, you owe like 9000 or whatever. <gasps> oh, what? They, yeah, they still send me the stuff. They still send me stuff from Home Depot. Uh, and then they try to do a credit card again. They go, well, you still owe us money.
6: Oh. <laughs> yeah, I By think the way, they're still sending you stuff because that's your bill.
3: 15
14: years, and they still are trying right, to Right, but I think what Ali's point <laughs> is, is, is they're not the bad guy here. You owe I them mean, money. They are the bad guy as well, but you're dumb. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, I just said hey, I'm not gonna pay you guys. Forget it. <laughs> well, <laughs> just, well, He's just not
3: gonna pay him. Well. It has nothing to do with the credit card.
14: Chris <laughs> twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Yep, Chris twenty
3: twenty. So that's how credit cards work. I've been doing it wrong this whole time. We'll take your credit card horror stories when we return on K Rock.
2: It's the Kevin and Bean Show.
3: K-Rock. We have struck a nerve with many of our listeners. They've been where Dave was. They've been where Jensen was. They got that credit card too young and didn't know what to do with it. I think we're going to. Is it uh, in in Inglewood, Line 5? Is it pronounced Donia? Do I have that right?
9: Yes, that's perfect. Thank you. Good morning, Thank guys. Thank you. Good Thank morning. You.
3: Good morning. Thank you for joining us. What
14: happened to you?
9: Dude, so college credit cards are dangerous. I signed up at the UCLA campus over 25 years ago. I ended up getting approved for five credit cards. <laughs>
14: five different I credit know, cards.
9: I know. I got like a cool little hat, a shirt, all that good stuff. But throughout the years, one of those cards ended up getting a credit increase. My limit ended up being $15,000. Oh, my gosh. And I ended up... I ended up maxing that out along with the other cards. So needless um, to say, my monthly minimum payment for all of my cards was seven hundred dollars oh, a month. Oh, oh, wow!
5: No. How, how <laughs> does this? How did that story end? How do you get out of that?
9: I was in over my head and I, I ended up finding this company that helped me consolidate my credit cards. Great. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I ended up paying them off in about like three to four years and I'm traumatized. Like I'm afraid to sign up for credit cards now. Understandable. Yeah. 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 How
5: cool were the hats though? Were they cool shirts and <laughs> yeah. hats? They were they
9: were
8: really cool. I <laughs> <Yeah>. knew it. <laughs> I
3: knew it. <laughs> You are delightful, Dadia. Thank you for sharing your story. We appreciate it. I mean, look, the thing is, is that credit cards are good to have. I think you should have a credit card, mm-hmm. but you've got to try to pay it off every month. Yeah, That's I a was, good tip. I was you, told by somebody, I
5: forget growing up, but they were, a very knowledgeable person told me, they're not always credit cards. Use it as a convenience card. Just when you don't have the cash, use hmm. it, and then pay it off because oh. you have it. But if hmm. when you start uh, getting these interest rates and stuff, it's like you can get in a hole and there's no well, getting let's out. Let's go to
3: Mark and Chino, line four. Mark's got a little bit of experience from the other side of the phone. Mark, you worked for a call center for credit card customer service?
13: Hey, good morning, guys. Yes, I do, for one of the uh, bigger banks of the country.
3: These stories are very common, then you, uh, you hear tearful freshmen and sophomores calling you up going,
13: I can't pay, what do I do? <laughs> It's exactly that. And what's even worse is those special balance transfer cash advance oh. offers that they offer
5: you guys. He didn't even, I even so forgot you, about uh, that. What's that? So basically you, you rack up, you rack up your
13: purchases at a special interest rate. Let's say your 0% intro. Uh-huh. And then they say, oh, if you want, why don't you go ahead and get cash out of the ATM from your credit card? Okay. They don't tell you that's at a good 25%. No. And that gets paid last. That's the so cash advance. So all of your advance. payments go towards that little 0%. And then to twenty five is just sitting there collecting interest, and that fifteen years turns into a solid twenty seven.
8: Oh,
5: oh my god,
14: that's now, unbelievable! That's
5: now, basically, you're you're you are getting loaned money. It's no longer like a debit card or an ATM. Like they are giving you loans at very high rates. Oh Mark,
14: gosh. Mark, are we right that credit card companies uh, go after college students to target them?
13: Oh, absolutely. Jensen L. is probably one of those guys at those booths and those You and son of a bitch.
14: You I, not... have,
13: oh.
5: I have a bunch of Trojan shirts I want you to take back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> does it, does it, thank you very much for the call. We appreciate it, Mark. Does it seem to you guys, and I don't know what the right number is, but that anything over 20% almost seems unfair? Yes.
14: Oh, yeah, it has come back from that. It is, but if people will do it, they can get no, away with that, it.
5: They should have I mean, you shouldn't be able to market. You know this kind of like free money to eighteen-year-olds. That seems leading the witness a bit like that. You shouldn't be able to. It's f- kind of fraud to say to kids, "Oh, it's free money," or not allow them to know it's cash withdrawal. Like, or, uh... I mean, it
3: is in the small print, but who reads the small print? Yeah. College you students usually. <laughs> uh, Raul says uh, on the Kevin Bean Twitter account at Kevin Bean: When I was eighteen, I got a five thousand dollar MasterCard. Did you guys know that massage parlors accept credit cards? Because <laughs> oh, they do. <laughs> Maxed it out in less than a month. Took me ten years to pay it off. Off, but still, totally worth it. Okay, all right, you good. Roll. uh You want to go to Jesse then? San Pedro Line Six. Up next on the Kevin and Bean Show. Good
4: morning, Jesse. Good
11: morning. How are you?
4: We are good, good. Thanks. What's up? Nothing. Just got my first credit card when I was in tenth grade. A oh, how, application what? came in how? for my brother. Wait, how did
15: you
13: say tenth grade? grade? Yeah, the application came in for my older brother. I just filled it out with my info, and it came in three weeks later.
3: What was the credit limit on it?
13: Two hundred and fifty dollars.
3: Okay. Oh, all right. So, what'd you? How'd you blow it?
13: Yeah, I maxed everybody out at Straw Hat on the way home from school that day.
6: <laughs> wow!
5: And then how did you pay it off?
13: Uh, I sold some ganj later on. Just paid it off, you know.
6: All right, Jesse. So it's we, kind of shady. we oh, that that
5: got you shady. We now have gotten Jesse on two cases: selling ganj in tenth grade and fraud to the credit card company. Anything else you need to? Te- anything else you want to just tell us about? Confess.
3: Uh, no. That's no. you Kind of like
7: led the way.
13: Good
3: way (laughs) to go. (laughs) All right. Good work. Jesse's living his best life. Let's go to uh, Justin Irvine. He's going to bring a little Las Vegas into the conversation. He's on line seven up next on K Rock. Hey, Justin. Hey, how are you guys
14: doing? We are good. Thank you. What happened?
4: Well, pretty common story compared to the other ones. I was 18. I got a credit card offer in the mail. Seemed pretty reasonable. 250 bucks. Used it. Paid it off. Got another letter in the mail. Hey, you got 500 bucks that happened several times till it was up to ten thousand dollars oh now mind you i was i was pretty responsible at the time um well yeah all things considered get to the vegas Uh, part (laughs) so i meet this beautiful girl right and we decide we want to go to las vegas for the weekend we go to las vegas for the weekend i end up Calling in sick for the entire week the next week. We spent nine days in Las Vegas. Oh. I got $9,000 in cash advances. Cash advance. Oh, my God. Which were at 29.99%. Oh. oh, my so God. People I was making $22,000 per oh. year. I, I literally thought I was going to have to rob a bank to pay it off. All right, before we all get sad, how hot was this chick?
3: That's uh, a good I'd question.
4: Still today it's been 12 years. I would we've been to hell and back and I'd do it again for um, her. This story just
5: got sweet. <laughs> right? How did he turn How did I start to become a fan of Justin?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it, it was the worst week of your life until it turned around and became a great life for you.
5: Correct. Justin, how long did it take to pay off that cash advance?
4: I paid it minimum payments for like 3 years and then I got a, a loan from a family member to pay it off in whole. Um, and then I just had to pay so I had to pay a family member back just 5 years but that okay. was a no
9: interest that was a no Wow, interest. that helps that, that helps. helps a lot yeah
4: All right so the moral of the story I guess
3: I'm just uh, thinking back here is go ahead and sell some weed go ahead and mm-hmm. take a chick to Vegas I mean mm-hmm. we got a lot of good advice out of this segment I think sure. Absolutely
2: Kevin and Bean on K Rock K R O Q
3: all right, we did towels. What's up? And, <laughs> and it turned out to be that was a one disaster. of the most one of the most controversial <laughs> subjects in the history of the show. Uh, Allie, recap towels, what's up, and then uh, we'll talk spinoff. It,
6: it was Towelgate last weekend on mm-hmm. Twitter because people were talking about how many towels they owned, and people were saying that's way too much, oh, that's way too few. And then I brought up the fact <sighs> that I had a conversation with friends that didn't even use a washcloth.
14: <laughs> I wish you guys could see <laughs> Allie's face right this second.
6: <laughs> and then I I'm find so out upset. that my coworker... Kevin, who yep. I like and respect Liked. as a human Liked and respect is his past tense. He's a yes. stank ass white man. I'm not stank ass
14: white man. I'm <laughs> <and laughs> not. I, he, I'm actually
6: quite fresh. He doesn't use a washcloth for his butt. He uses his hand and sometimes just squirts like, gel yeah, into a, his butt.
14: That was just a joke. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not for cleaning.
6: But it took a whole, a, a <laughs> lot of turns. People all week were sending me pictures of them at Target buying washcloths. Like, I've been changed. Like, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Then I got this. Here is what the subject line says. Showers. What's up? <laughs> oh, no. Let's not do... Are we doing showers? What's up? This is from... She calls herself loyal listener Jen. She's a podcast listener in Washington State. She's a native Californian. She said the towels what's up conversation was truly disturbing. <laughs> Last year, I find out found out that some people shower facing the shower head. And some people shower with their back to the shower head. What the F? Mind blown. I assumed there was only one way. Maybe it's a new "What's Up." Which way? She assumes that uh, facing away from the showerhead is the only way. And Should I, shake I, her head, I yes. read that and I was like, "No, people face the
14: shower." You don't ever face the shower. No, Chip? no, you face like to rinse and stuff. Yeah. but most of the time, for the like, most part. Yeah. Funny most you say part. that. Funny
5: most... you say that, Chip, because I face the shower head. You're and, a monster. And only turn around when I need to <laughs> a get monster. a shampoo or a soap. That's then the opposite. I'm, then I'm back to the front and then I only clean off my back for 5%, you know, 5 to 6% of
6: the shower, then back towards the head and then I'm cleaning off. I'm going to tell you this. I am team Jensen. When Whoa. I'm showering and I'm uh doing my shampoo, I'm mm-hmm. facing Slow down. the front. Slow down. Oh, bean.
14: Right, you're facing the front, right? right. I'm facing yes. the front. Same.
6: The only time I turn my back to the shower head is when I'm rinsing off the shampoo or conditioner. So I would say 95% of the time I'm facing the shower head. I'm the
14: opposite of that then. Because I'm 90% 90 of the time facing away.
6: Really? You
14: turn when you need to. When you wash your hair, I shave in the shower. Yeah. But then for the most part, you turn around. But, Allie, let me ask you and Jensen both. How, how are you not being
3: assaulted by the water coming out of the shower head right onto your face if you're facing the shower all the well, time? Well,
5: face down helps me a lot because then I'm just sort of taking it on like the wind. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just sort of sort of taking the water. Mm-hmm. And then I'll back up a bit and it'll go to it's chest. It's all body,
14: yeah. Yeah, I'm not necessarily... You can move in your shower? What? <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, and so, that yeah, I, I, I stay away from a full attack, yes. Yeah.
3: But it's mostly pretty, but, pretty good. But I, but I would think – and this is what – it's interesting to hear Jen's email to you, Allie, because mm-hmm. she had a vision how other people shower. With no knowledge of how other people shower, yeah. she just assumed people do it the way she does it, right? Because right? very few of us know how other people shower because we're not there, okay? But my guess would be that most people do a little bit of both right. based Agreed. on what business they're doing. Right. I would
5: think. Well, I think most people – I do think most people are back to the showerhead. I'm probably 80-20. With the back to the shower head. You think yeah. 20 really, to the, front. the
6: majority of people are back to the shower head? I would
5: think so. But that huh. but I think I think they're not having as enjoyable of experience as we are.
6: I agree. <laughs> I agree. And and let me say why.
5: Because I think you're more in control when you're seeing everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. If you're back- You're
14: afraid that stuff's gonna be going on you're not aware of? <laughs> well, what mystery, back- what of mystery is, is happening out? in your shower <laughs> that you're, you're
5: afraid to miss. <laughs> that makes no sense. I have to keep an eye on the door. <laughs> What? I don't know what's going to happen. That's the saddest thing ever. You guys have way too much trust in your bathroom.
14: What (laughs) kind of things do you think are going to happen?
5: I don't know, but I know that I'm more in control facing the shower. In control
14: of what, though? Just in general. There's just
5: water. Cleaning cleaning, being safe and secure. Kevin, you See, mock. What's safe and secure? You, hold
3: on, Kevin. Okay. You mock, but when snakes come out of the shower head, is going to know about it in time man. to do something, yeah, you'll and have you're it, not. You'll, that have snake's...
5: Your, you'll have your back turned, and you'll be like, hur, 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 yeah. cleaning, not cleaning my butt. Right. And, that, and that snake's
14: going right for your face. <laughs> well, that's fine. Because it's the
5: first thing that it'll hit. That's fine. It's going to go for your butt, because it's going to smell <laughs> terrible. but <laughs> does that smell it's gonna terrible? It's going to remind him of his home. <laughs> <laughs>
3: his his <God. laughs> stick-made bed. Spanky-ass man <laughs> Man. How did this turn on me? Oh no, now we have snakes in the shower and Kevin's butt. I think it's time to get out of this.
2: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
15: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash/recommend today.
14: It's raining. I can't come in, you guys. It's raining out there, and there's traffic. Adam was supposed to be here a week ago, or two weeks, two weeks, yeah. ago. two weeks ago, and it had rained a little. <laughs> I uh, and my theory is that you opened the
12: front door and you went nope, no. I was in my car, in your driveway. I was in my car, <laughs> in my garage, <laughs> next to my driveway. <laughs> so you're partially correct. No, I ways. I'm not blaming it on ways, but there is an emotional component to ways. Oh, sure. That we've all experienced, like anyone who's had to do a show at the Irvine Improv, and you hop on the 134 or the 101 in Encino, and you drive for eight feet, and it's get off on Havenhurst, <laughs> yeah. make a hard right. And you're like, what? I'm taking side streets to Irvine? Go down the alley where they filmed Starsky and Hut. Right. And you're like, what? No, I haven't made it eight feet. So, so what did you waste? I got on the 210 out of La Yada. I got on the 210, and it it was like, get off on Chevy Chase and drive through Viscanso Gardens. And it was pouring. And I was, the waves just kept, like, spinning around. And I kept turning around. And eventually, I got just demoralized. Got I also was driving... To the Culver City. You were the oh, yeah. oh, that would have been so good. Well, here's what here's what happened. My assistant said you're gonna go uh, to K Rock on Wilshire, and I said you mean in Culver City? And he's like on Wilshire, and then you go to like Sirius XM on Wilshire like l- the next day. And I looked in my phone, and he'd punched it in, and I said, oh, he screwed up this thing, and I wiki K Rock. I went online, and I went, where is K Rock? Sure. Where's the place I used to because work? Because
14: you knew it was culver city and
12: it said culver city sure. if you go there now it still says culver city so i was driving to the wrong yeah place no one is anyway. updating radio wikipedia at this point it's a good
5: point <laughs> uh, we're well, not a, even listening to radio what are the
12: murderous stalkers gonna do yeah like true. how are they gonna get their hands <laughs> around yeah. your neck how are they gonna find meg exactly yeah. no, you're Where, right. how's booger man gonna choke Kimmy <laughs> out <laughs>
14: <laughs> That's a long-time story. That was great. I love that story
12: because it encap- encapsulates a radio. Booger Man. Yeah. yeah, so Jimmy the sports guy then. Now, for those of you who don't Jimmy know, Kimmel.
14: Adam Carolla was on our show for a long, long time and at the same time Jimmy was, became mm-hmm. friends with Jimmy and knows a lot of these old stories. So Jimmy was talking smack, I think, about
12: Booger man, who you, we don't even explain <laughs> who Booger Man is. They if you had know nasty man, sister, yeah. man, they just had say. Yeah. If you
5: know K-Rock's history, you could just assume he was on air.
12: Somewhere between Cato <laughs> Kalin and Mother <laughs> Love back in the day. and he And Jimmy started talking about him having sort of penis enlargement process or surgery or something the thing about radio is people can hear you outside of the studio sometimes when they're riding a bike by the studio or sitting outside in their pickup truck he had a key card he came in and he started choking jimmy and frank murphy's office uh the next you know there in were the studio fingerprints
6: office. on his wow. throat no yeah, oh, he meant he was, was
14: really angry it was serious
6: like yeah
12: i, I, I almost got up <laughs> like I, was, I was eating a breakfast a burrito t- and i was like i'm this close to setting this down bucko <laughs> but you better pray Jimmy
14: doesn't turn another shade of purple. Meanwhile, Jimmy's choking, and you're like, "I don't know. I'm eating. Well, I'll see how bad it gets."
12: Do you ever really set down a breakfast burrito, and then can you fight a guy with a breakfast burrito? (laughs) Like these are all things that are running through my mind. So he's choking him, and eventually Jimmy gets him off, and he gets out of there, and he doesn't. That's a whole other story. Wow. I don't remember it that way. He he ceases to choke him anymore. (laughs) Okay, good. While Jimmy chokes his chicken <laughs> and he gets him out of there, and there's not really any discipline to Booger Man. Like there's like a slap on the wrist, and hey, no more choking coworkers. <laughs> Are you Are understood? <laughs> totally. Yeah, like okay, totally. he got it out of his system. This dude lived in <laughs> a van. He lived in his van. But later on, he was fired. Yeah, sure, yeah. he was fired. What did he do? I mean, what do
5: you do to get fired at that point?
12: He gave away a mountain bike to one of his friends, like they did. You know, caller 106 106 gets a free sure. huffy. Wow. Which we gave, a, it, we get in legal trouble right, for. He so gave right, it to right. his buddy, so that's where they drew the line. Okay, that's, that's, just that's, choking Jimmy. All right, listen,
14: just don't choke a coworker. We're in. That's right. the beauty. Give away a bike. Out. <laughs> that's the majesty Unreal. of radio. Adam is here. His first comedy special is Adam Carolla, not Taco Bell material. I, first comedy oh. special, yeah. which is which is I don't know. To me, that was. Shocking. I just figured you had 10, 15 of them. I should have. You know,
12: I did stand up at the very beginning and then uh, I did it at the end. (laughs) <laughs>
14: That's where i now But I mean your podcast to me A lot of times is just you doing stand-up It is
12: it never In front got, of people It never got collected Like I never actually physically crafted a special I just went from doing like open mics And then I met you guys And then Loveline and Man Show And Crank Anchors and everything else And then I just got so lost in doing basic cable And uh, syndicated radio That I never went out and did stand-up again And then at a certain point after I left this studio 10 years ago, the studio we're sitting in right now, leaving K-Less I I then started to embark on this stand-up journey again. <laughs> now, I've
14: watched it twice. I watched it once when you were supposed to come in two weeks ago. And then you well, forgot that's it? I didn't come in. <laughs> I wanted... Totally, totally forgot oh. about it. And then I watched it again yesterday. Explain to people why it's called not Taco Bell material, if you don't uh, mind.
12: I applied for a job when I was 16. I was going to North Hollywood High to the Taco Bell across the street from North Hollywood High. And I lived up the street from the Taco Bell. And they were accepting applications, but not mine. And that, that <laughs> left a stain. Because <laughs> I, I was like, I was 16. I, I was rejected from Taco Bell and I failed driver's ed, like in oh, the same ooh, week wow. period. And I was like permanently sort of hobbled by that emotionally.
5: And yeah, I'm still the, not right. Yeah. Well,
14: I mean, that's, that's those are like obvious. teenage
5: death sentences. <laughs> like just alone, drivers ed. I remember that when kids failed, it was a nightmare for them.
12: Oh my God! It was the it's the worst ever because you. I didn't fail because I didn't show up. I failed because I failed to do, like, a 10-page report on passive restraints or airbags, friend or foe, or, like, whatever (laughs) whatever it was back then. I I think you're
5: taking a fake test, actually. Maybe it was.
12: (laughs) But either way, I had to then go take it at the Sears uh, place at the strip mall across from the Van Nuys DMV. That's the most 818 thing you've ever said. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I had a driver's—and then I took driver's— training in a private place too. Okay. Like you pay for it yeah. yeah and this guy just put me in the car and he just like direct me to drive around town i feel like those people are the worst oh my god <sighs> i right oh let me give you a me too Please. moment this dude <laughs> this guy was like israeli and he's like turn on western turn here yes uh, t- turn into uh turn into Seven Eleven, turn in here and uh, wait in the car he goes to the car. <laughs> oh, he, no. I said the car. He goes into the 7-Eleven. He comes out with a hustler, <gasps> opens it up and goes, look, it's 3D. Like it was It was back then when 3D porn was like a huge And I'm going to the car breakdown. for about 30 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> he was showing it to
14: me. Unbelievable. Adam Carolla is here. We need to take a break. Uh, the comedy special is Adam Carolla, not Taco Bell material. And you can get it at chassis.com. That's C-H-A-S-S-Y.com. We'll take a break. We'll be right back.
2: It's my favorite part of the show when they have the crazies on.
6: I know I feel so guilty for laughing, but it is so funny.
14: <laughs> the Kevin
2: and Bean Show on K Rock.
14: Adam Carolla is our guest uh, in studio. Adam, I would like to ask you about the early days when you were you replaced Howard Stern. Yes. And then they said we don't want you anymore. All yes. right. Then you went right to podcasting. Was that even a thing then? You were one of the first, right?
12: Yeah, one of them. My thing was, I would sit right where you're standing, and every so often in the last few years when I was taking over for Howard Stern, they would come through the door right behind us, and they'd go, "'Oh, man, you guys blow hard.'" We, you did have 18 million minutes of streaming last month. Right. And I'd go, Well, that's got to count Seems for like something, yeah. right? And they'd right. go, No, not we're not interested <laughs> in that in, in classic radio form. Yep. They were like, No. And I was like, Well, you're having millions of minutes of streaming. That means people are listening in Chicago and Hawaii and stuff like that. And they were like, Yeah, we're not on the air there. And I was like, Yeah, but that's why they're streaming there. Like, <laughs> yeah. you guys should be able to figure out how to make a nickel out of 18 million minutes of streaming. I I
14: think that they figured that out in the last three or four years. Right. Right. So this
12: is 11 years ago when I'm standing where you're standing. And they're just going, nah, you guys suck. And they just leave. And it sort of stuck in my head. So when they flipped the format in uh, 09, I was like, I don't think we could take those streaming people and give them a show
14: online. But like I say, it wasn't really, podcasting wasn't like it is now where there's millions of different options and everybody's doing it. You were one of the first yeah it, it wasn't that
12: way it's actually there's only about a four-month period i was able to enjoy my success as a podcaster because <laughs> for the first part it was like what's a pod cart? and I'd go, yeah. i go it's a it's like a radio oh yeah good luck getting back on the radio dude and then they'd leave so that was the first part now you go i do a podcast and they go my friend's a mobile pet groomer, and he does a podcast <laughs> out, of, out of his out of van. Yeah, out of his yeah, van, yeah, yeah. and I go, yeah, 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 okay. So it's zero. Ga- it's back to zero. There's <laughs> yeah. like a four month period in like 2015 where, where I impressive. got to actually enjoy my success. Well, right.
5: Talking about your success, I'd like to maybe bring it back to a contractor question, sure, if possible. I talked about this the other day. I think my pregnant wife was made a big mistake
14: mm-hmm. we were in marrying yeah.
5: well that's true we were pressure a uh, power washing pressure wash outside uh on the concrete and we didn't have uh, a plug anywhere near mm-hmm. so she got a 50 foot outdoor extension cord mm-hmm. and ran it from the house to the patio and it, about half of it was submerged about two feet into the pool mm-hmm. of the extension cord yeah she then plugged it into the outlet dry into the house, and then into the power wash, again, dry, and then power wash, what were the chances she could have died right there? I'd like Uh, to point
14: out, before you answer that, I'd like to point out that Jensen never stepped in and said, I'll do it. His pregnant wife did
5: it. For a couple minutes, I said this is probably a bad idea.
6: For a couple (laughs) minutes while you were Googling, is it a bad idea? (laughs) I I Googled,
12: is it a bad idea, almost directly word for word. Well, first off, God bless you for marrying a Viking. She's out there. She's breaching. She's barefoot. It's raining. She's got the pressure washer dialed up to 110 PSI. Yeah, strong woman. Yeah, It's a sharp contrast to the relationship I have with my wife, which is... We Home Depot commercial comes on where the sassy chicks up front at the paint department. And the guys a step back and I go, "You see this? <laughs> this is what happens sometimes. Yeah. No, no. people do do um, this." Yeah, I was inside playing the Nintendo Switch at some point. It's the exact opposite. Well, as it, long now that there's an an outdoor outlet and the outdoor outlet probably had a GFI. Outlet, I mean a, a, a ground, exactly. board.
5: but she was indoors. That's the three prong one. He, well, no, because he he's right. It no, was that's the, 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 with make the, make the one with
12: the reset button mm-hmm. in oh, it okay. Okay. that you put near your sink or in your bathroom, yeah. anywhere near water source or exterior will this, have that GFI. This was
5: not that. This was just an indoor normal outlet that she was using because yeah, we had none outside.
14: Okay, so you can go see. See, Kevin remembers you can win any <laughs> argument,
12: <laughs> but still
14: you can I mean, tie, tie still, any argument. Yeah, but still, and if that doesn't work, you go. I'm just. Saying. i'm just saying <laughs> yeah. those are the rules no one can argue you, that you'll tie it with yeah but
12: still and win it with i'm just saying <laughs> so this wasn't a gfi outlet right. yeah but still okay well i'm just saying oh, All right, you guys have a good show i was, was there, there. Uh, it actually works yeah it was it, insanely, it was probably okay if it was a new a new chord, but I, new I wouldn't board. recommend it. And after you have the youngin, right. make sure the youngin's not in the pool <laughs> where the table's <laughs> going through it. And anyone who saw Jaws. <laughs> Two or three knows that's how the shark died at the end. Like, oh. bit like a huge electrical well, now you're cable. saying it's positive. Yes, okay. it is. Spoiler alert, for yeah. God's sakes, Adam. <laughs> yeah, someone yeah. People someone on it the radio, I've been waiting 30 years <laughs> to watch that Jaws sequel. How about your wife is out there pressure washing <laughs> right. while you're outside right. playing Fortnite? Yes. Us. <laughs> she was killing it. Wow. She's,
14: she's a trooper. She knew what she was getting into, though. I will say that. Yes. She knew when she I'll was help, married. P- but... I'm, I'm more of an assistant. I'm a sous chef. You cheer her on. That's what yeah. you do. All right, Adam, before you go, we would like to do uh, 60 seconds. So I'm just going to rapid fire questions. You give me whatever comes to your mind at uh, at once. Ready? Yes. 60 seconds with Adam Corolla. What did you want to be as, as a kid? Fireman. Twizzlers or Red Vines? Red Vines. Would you rather hang out with a guy named Chuck
12: or a guy named Harold. Chuck as long as he didn't ask people to call him Charles.
14: Okay. <laughs> Walnuts. Worst nut ever or hot dirt? They are
12: hot dirt and uh, they're both. They're simultaneously depends on <laughs> their application. Crush them up and put them on top of oatmeal with enough brown sugar and they're, they take a turn for the good. Dog Wait, ki- they're like a gun. In the hands of a cop, okay. great. In the hands of Al-Qaeda, <laughs> bad. That's what a walnut
14: is. Dog kisses on the mouth, yes or no?
12: No, I I don't mind if it happens to me. Only to wake up people that have passed out in weird
14: places. Other than that, it's bizarre and borders on sexual. Washcloths in the shower, yes or no?
12: No, I'm not a fan. How do you clean your ass? Because it goes from your ass to your face. You don't
6: use it on your face. Hold on, Adam
12: made a great point.
6: You never use a washcloth on you your face. You don't.
12: The next person
14: does. You put
6: it in the hamper. <laughs>
14: oh, you
12: no. You use it once. Ellie no. made fun
6: of me because
14: she says I can't be clean if I don't use a washcloth. And I'm like, of course you can be. How are be. you cleaning your butt? How, are, how dirty is your butt? Well, first, not at all. <laughs> thank you. You've got to get one of those paper. toilet
12: seats that uh, fires uh, the pressure. Rick, Your wife so I, would understand Rich the Adam,
8: have, her, wa- yeah. have her install it. Yeah, have her, right. have her install <laughs> that bad watch her, Yeah,
14: Watch yeah. her do it. Adam, I had one of those in a hotel. Finally, I, we have to go. But I have one in a hotel, and I didn't know how to work it. So I turned it on, and then nothing happened. So, of course, me being an idiot, turned it on more, and it pretty much destroyed me. It went straight, it came out my eyes and my nose, I was up against the roof, the ceiling. I was like, I mean, maybe I turned that up just a little bit too much. I never wish there was a video more. The Riga Royal in New New York City was the first place uh, we all experienced that. that. That's so painful. All right, uh, the comedy special is Adam Carolla, not Taco Bell material. You can get it at iTunes or at... Chassis, that's C-H-A-S-S-Y dot com. Adam, you're always welcome. Thank you for coming in. You've always been good to us. Thank you. K-Rock. Right so back at you. We appreciate it. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Introducing Rock and Roll. Britain's Got Talent. Oh, this is a 12-year-old kid. Come on! Yeah. Stop for 12, it!
4: Twelve—that's good.
14: For twelve—that's good for anyone—that's good. Okay, so that guy—you know—he performs, and how do you follow that? You're the next person up hmm. on Britain's Got Talent. Difficult. <laughs> yeah. This is the next guy. He walks out. He's standing in front of the microphone. The the announcers backstage are like going, "What's he gonna do?" And the, the judges are all looking at each other like, "When's he? What's ha- gonna happen?" yeah the guy's <laughs> a hand farter Chua-ha. Chua-ha. Ah. yes he does a medley of three songs i'm not going to tell you what they are because you will recognize them as they go but he walks up there and he stands there and then he's just got this weird grin on his face and he starts and simon cowell is one of the judges and they look at him and he's just like so sour oh, I and then it. he goes into another song and he looks at him and he's like almost smiling and at the end he gets a standing ovation yes. from the crowd Whoa. and the judges. No, he's yeah. your hero. He's my hero. <laughs> these guys are the uh, Ryan Seacrest of the show. Mm-hmm. They're asking and, how he and does and it deck, in tune, right? and that's a great mm-hmm. question. Yeah. It's in
6: tune. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, he's got range. How does he do that? Yeah.
5: Ghostbusters. Yes. <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters or I'm trying to I'm
2: trying to give it a fun. Like crowd going crazy oh, clapping Buster. along.
6: It's it sounds wet. Right? <laughs> I've never been God. so
14: happy in his entire life.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, it's Eye of the Tiger. Eye of right, the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Is there nothing
14: <laughs> this kid can't do? <laughs> How does he rate with our American hand farter, Kevin? Oh, I, I don't know, because our, our American hand farter did maybe the most difficult song ever. For sure. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, but he's...
5: Here comes a big note.
14: <laughs> now listen. they had to it, you're the best. And everybody's like, woo! And the 12-year-old is probably backstage going, hey!
6: What do <laughs> I have to do? I just
14: killed and I'm 12! Do they just hand over the trophy now? <laughs> I'm not sure. What happened? So then I spent literally 45 minutes last night. Like, I, I knew, like, everyone can do that, right? And I can't. I couldn't. I don't
6: love the sounds yeah, you're making like with your hands. Well, I don't
14: either, but yeah. I would like it to be music, but it doesn't yeah. seem to Fact, be. Like,
6: yeah, you, is that a
14: unique skill?
5: that? Well, yes, but also when you do it, it sounds clammy.
14: Well, uh, it doesn't sound like it's supposed to because I'm not doing it. Maybe I need a coach. Oh, <gasps>
5: a hand farting. Yeah. Is
14: there a hand farting coach?
8: Is There's that a gotta thing? There's got to be. Hold
14: on. There might be because there are people who can probably do
3: it and oh, teach you how to do wait, it. here Jensen. Jensen's
6: got noise. Oh, I can't okay. even do that. That's not even using his hands. Yeah,
14: I got well, it. actually making zero
3: sound. I do need yeah.
6: lotion. Kevin, <laughs> <laughs>
3: what if what if you get yourself a hand farter coach, and I get serious about my ukulele playing, oh. and that's our act at at uh, Acoustic at Christmas? And we go
14: on the road. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know about going on the road, but at least for one night only. Can you imagine
3: if we got to open Acoustic Christmas with that? I am in.
2: All in.
19: Why did we agree to do this? Why did we agree to do anything? I hate us.
2: Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. I hate us.